What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer, your midweek dose of conspiracy news and spoop and all kinds of other crazy shits. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight we got a double dose of autism for you. Joining me is Jack the Intern. What's up, dude? Fuck the troops. <laughs> and I also, I've seen enough of that this weekend. Oh God. And also, to hang on with that. And joining us from all the way on the West Coast, one Mister Astrofash. What's up, kid? Welcome to June, July. Oh Lord. Oh no, we're just gonna have to listen to this for a second. Man, that brings up memories, doesn't it? All right, before anybody gets too nostalgic, I fucked up the song. All right. Anyway, what's up, guys? It's just us tonight. Not much. A lot of news to cover. It's yes. pretty interesting. Absolutely, dude. There's crazier and crazier everything gets every week. It's like, it's almost as if this giant script is right that has been written is playing out in front of us. And I don't know. It's like, you ever watch one of those movies where you try, you know, you try to figure out the ending? Like, it's like a crazy plot. You're like, this, this couldn't possibly happen. And all the crazy stuff just keeps happening. Yeah, that's this. That's that's life right now. But before we get into that, we have a couple of donations. Uh, our boy Yosarian donated $50 in Litecoin. Thank you, sir. And uh, you guys remember? You guys remember the Halloween show? The from Was it last year or was it the year before last? The, the guy... The guy that talked about Zanesville, Ohio. Remember that? That absolute hero? Hell yeah. Yes. Absolute hero. He donated fourteen eighty eight. Thank you, sir. All right. We got a couple of donations. You can still donate. Uh, we have we have a cash app, and that's about it. <laughs> that's we got banned from everything else. So you can you can um, you can donate via uh, via the crypto. We have the crypto wallets and, and the Coinbase. That's about it. They they kicked us off Venmo um, because reasons. Who owns Venmo? Astro. Who is it? I know it was like some libtard. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, um, I know Square and Twitter were joined at the hip. Okay. That makes sense. That's why we can't get a Square. It was either. founded by Andrew Cortina in, I don't know, something fucking... Arab. I don't know. Ikram Adan Ishmael. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it all glows. That's for sure. Payment yeah. processing. That's where Elon came out of. Oh, yeah. Lone scum. Ooh, we got him in within the first three and a half minutes, Astro. Ooh, <laughs> apparently Venmo, uh, their parent company is PayPal. Okay, there, there you, go. you go. That makes That's there what it go. was. Yeah. yeah, since we're banned from PayPal, it was only a matter of time before Venmo got us too. So we'll figure something out if you guys want to donate to it. If you don't want to donate and you want to do something cool, though, buy our T-shirts. Go to dissidentapparel.com. Check out the allies there. There are There's uh, four allies there now, and we are there right in the center. Check out Paranormies tab. We've got five different shirts. No, four different shirts. Is it four or five now? I can't remember. Dude, they're all... It's four? It's four, yes. Unless the fifth one came out that no, I didn't know about. The fifth one hasn't come out yet, and don't buy it before... I get to get it for you, Jack. Jeez, you defeat the purpose of being on the show. He's such a loyal, I'm, he's such a loyal listener that Jack went out and bought his own shirts. I volunteered to become an intern just so I could hear it first. That's really the reason why he volunteered to do the intern thing. He doesn't actually enjoy taking notes. He's not actually good at it. He just wants to hear the stuff first. 
That's dedication. Yes. That's right. And that's why you're here, buddy. I'm kind of here for the same reason, actually. Yeah. I just want to know when the episodes drop. <laughs> Occasionally be on them. Astro likes, well, yeah, Astro likes it to, to know, if is it going to hit the RSS yet? He's F5 gang, right? You're F5 gang? I'm pre-F5 gang, basically, yeah. Whoa. Proto F5 gang, right on. All right. There you go. That's all the business we have for this week, other than, um, dude, I, I don't know why, but we've been getting a ton of comments on paranormies.com. Did you know that? Honestly, is it, no. Is it because we've been telling everyone to go on to paranormies.com and comment? I mean, that could be a reason why why we're getting comments on paranormies.com is because people can go to paranormies.com and leave comments on the episodes that they've listened to on paranormies.com. And you, and you should go on paranormies.com and comment. Sure. I mean, you can always leave a comment on, uh, you know, the right stuff. Up is if you're a pay uh, a paywall subscriber, which is totally fine. Don't totally go subscribe to TRS and get behind their paywall. You can hear all their other stuff, all their their paywall shows, the the call ins and all that stuff. And you know, and you can comment on Paranormies. If you don't want to do that, you can go to Paranormies.com and leave comments there. All right, enough of that. Enough shilling. We're we're done shilling. Uh, we have news, and dude, we have some big news. Uh, how do you guys want to do this? We we did not set up any sort of outline on how we do it. There's so much big news. Uh, let's do good Lord. I mean, Jack, you started with fuck the troops. Okay. Let's, let's, let's talk about how fucking stupid the troops are. So apparently U S troops exposed nuclear weapon secrets on a flashcard app. Oh yeah. I heard about that. Yes. So there's a, a site. I don't know if it's a whistleblower site. Bellingcat. You know. You oh know. no, no, that's like a NATO front, basically. Oh, okay, so Bellingcat is a guy. It's a, excuse me. Like an ex um, Central Intelligence Agency analyst, I believe that, uh, or an ex MI six analyst. Uh, basically, it's NATO um, trying to talk about things like um, when they blame the gas attacks on Assad and stuff. Gotcha. That's basically. NATO's mouthpiece. Okay, so they're, yes, they are the propaganda arm of NATO. Makes sense. Okay, so Bellingcat says, the flashcards used by U.S. troops help to memorize nuclear security protocols, have exposed highly specific information about the locations and protective measures for nuclear weapons vaults at all six military bases in Europe that are reported to store nuclear devices. So, first of all, this kind of uh, blows the cover for, you know, the fact that the United States actually has, quote, nukes. For, well, okay. All right. All right, guys. We're going to. Implying. Right. Implying is implied. Yeah. Right. Implying is implied this entire segment. All right. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'm just reporting news right now. Okay. Uh, whether or not there are nukes, this shit is supposed to be top fucking secret. And troops in training are not supposed to be memorizing locations on a fucking non-secured app. That's just right. Am I am I wrong? Like you know, am I the crazy one here? No, I didn't think so. So what happened was, so f uh, flashcards. You know, they use, you know, you use flashcards when you study for stuff that would involve reading. Jack, I know, but people that read. Um, oh wait. Jack reads. Damn it. I can't do that to you because you do the Necronormicon implying that you can read. Mm. I, ju I, ju I just throw in a voice changer on some like <laughs> bot that just reads it for me. 
<laughs> right, right. Nah, you're exposed. You're exposed. Like NJ. Damn it. Exposed. Like oh my NJ. god. Yeah. So I'm, the digital flashcards could just be like a cover or something. Right. I mean, no, I know. I, I know, dude. I don't first know. of all, first of all, you're telling me that the world's greatest military. This is another one of those. Oh, oops! The military had a gaff at like a super top secret, you know, super secret squirrel, squirrel level shit. Nuclear weapons, right? That's got to be the tippity toppest of top secret. Right. I mean, X-ray Zulu top secret. Right. Got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Q, Q clearance, I think. Right. Absolutely. Q, whatever, whatever, the, whatever the fake term is. Yes. That one. Um, you know, you got to have you got to have the same colored key and the other guy's got to stand at the other door and you turn the keys at the same time. Right. That's the, that's the shit. Yep. And, and so these soldiers or troops, whatever, whoever it was, they're just, you know, Vaguely referring Cadet to them Air as Force uh, Cadet Airmen, Air, probably. Probably, sure. Um, well, I don't know. Would Air Force cadets be privy to information that, uh, you know, uh, of things that that have neither been confirmed nor denied or denied to have existed? Right. So, like the whole thing about the presence of nuclear weapons in Europe. I mean, you know, like we're not supposed to have them there. So. The only way people know about it is there's like, you know, documents that have been leaked by uh, retired officials, retired military people, you know, um, even though all the all the governments are like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. But I mean, I mean, the Air Force is nothing but like really smart retards. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So Bellingcat says that they were able to uncover sets of flashcards simply by searching popular flashcard app sites with terms publicly known to be associated with nuclear weapons. Literally. Oh, it was on the internet. Yeah. The open plain text internet. Oh, sure. shit. Sure. So, yeah, exactly. So these are flagrant breaches, uh, would be considered flagrant breaches, obviously. This is a terrible, horrible thing. It's like the top secret stuff's out there. Come on, guy. Any, does anybody really believe, do, do either of you guys believe that this really happened? Why would NATO no. tell? Why would NATO tell on themselves if they lost this? And Bellingcat's usually talking about Russia and Novichok and all that stuff. Right, right, right. Uh, secrecy about U.S. weapons deployments in Europe does not exist to protect weapons from terrorists, but only to protect w politicians and military leaders to having to answer tough questions about whether NATO's nuclear sharing agreements and arrangements still make sense today. This is yet one more warning that these weapons are not secure. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. So this is we've investigated well, we've investigated ourselves and we have found evidence of wrongdoing and we're going to you know this is like yeah they're telling on themselves. Germany's got that really strong current of anti-nuclear activism. It's been there forever, mm -hmm. I guess. And um I mean, you know, assuming nukes are real, which honestly I tend to think they kind of are, unfortunately, <laughs> but who knows. Um I Speaking of the, we have to do real quick, but let me interject here real quick about the nukes thing. I am, I still want to talk to Jack's buddy, your, your Bund brother there, Jack, about the nukes, the, our, our literal nuke guy about this, because if they are Aryan and what if, again, we said they're most likely if they're real, they're Antiquitech, literal Antiquitech. And they're lying about they're they're lying about the advertisement of what they can actually do. I don't think that um, 
the radiation and stuff is true. I think the radiation and, and stuff is probably mostly where the conspiracy lies. Uh, I think they have created large explosive incendiary devices that can do that kind of damage, you know. Yeah, and there's different types, uh, like the Tsar Bomba that, um, or I think it was called, that Russia dropped, mm. was very clean. It had very little waste. Like mm. the cleanest nuke ever dropped, or ever tested even, I believe. Yeah. That we so, know of publicly. Right, so again, you know, nukes implying, but like, yeah, the radiation is not real. We've already gone over that. The Galen Windsor stories about radiation and, and Fukushima and um, Chernobyl and all that stuff. Yes, Definitely the, uh, weird stuff at both those events, absolutely. Sure, and obviously not what we're being told because it's clearly official narrative. All right, so back to back to these, quote, nukes. Um, so we've got, oh yeah, we've got these people. Uh, Hans Christensen, the director of the Nuclear Information Project at the Federation of American Scientists, said that there are so many fingerprints that give away where the nuclear weapons are that it serves no military or safety purpose to try to keep it secret. Hmm. Safety is accomplished by effective security, not secrecy. So this is, I don't, I don't know what this is kind of a, a call to try to get them to do. Like not- they might be planning to blame it on Russia. Like Russia got the exfiltrated uh, data via USB sticks at their, uh, bribery or whatever and then um put it on the open web just embarrass nato right and then right. bellingcat's drawing attention because eventually they're going to tie it to russia yeah well what this is what happened okay so basically using like anybody who knows anything about quote nuclear weapons and you know protective aircraft shelters that they use from weapon storage or whatever all you have to do is just basically do Wikipedia searches for these things in uh, in flashcard in flashcard app sites. Okay, here's my other question: Why, why did Bellingcat decide to go looking through flashcard app sites looking for nuclear secret divulsions? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, wouldn't like that land of- you? Wouldn't that land you on like some sort of fucking watch list? Well, no, if you're looking, see, they were basically, they, they're like, you went, they went to the app store, downloaded every single app that does, or somehow get the metadata for all these app sites or whatever, and just searched looking for uh, terms PAS, which is a protective aircraft shelter, or a uh, weapons and weapons storage and security system, a WS3, which is made up of electronic control sensors in a vault that's built into the floor. So, they basically, this is what they're saying. The, that they the, went. The they, vault is in the launch pod, you mean? The pod they're in when they do, you mean for the. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, uh, back here in America, I forget like what, like in the past decade, a bunch of airmen were deep shit for doing LSD, like on watch or something mm-hmm. crazy like that. Yes, I remember hearing that. In the pods. In the pods, yeah, in the nuclear pods. It's pretty funny. I mean, dude, this is the troops. There you go. There's your troops. Um, Fuck them. But. But yeah, having having been one, I'm right there with you, Jack. Uh, okay, so the outlet, Bellingcat, searched Chegg, Quizlet, and Cram and other flashcard apps for the terms PAS, WS3, and Vault. I don't believe that. I mean, that 
it's it's just like oh so any moron could have just looked up those things you know it doesn't make it's just up there with it's just government waste it's just you know how how um how ineffective and retarded is our government <laughs> they're so retarded and ineffective and stupid that they they allow their nuclear secrets to be out on flashcard apps that anybody can use like this is just another it seems like you know like to knock the united states military down another little bit of a peg um yeah you know it's another an, another not rubbing of the nose but smearing you know it just oh wait oh there's well, i can more. explain it maybe Oh, go ahead. Uh, I think that maybe they're going to draw attention to because what Bellingcat almost always does is uh, called open source intelligence. Mm-hmm. They use all publicly available sources, so it's okay. like amateur hour. Even though they're retired analysts or whatever, retired, quote unquote, right? You never retire. But, um, yeah, well, they're young too. It's not like they're in their seventies, <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah, they're assholes, I guess. But and they kind of do like the funny. Um, like quarterback or whatever, you know, in football, when you do like the strategies and stuff, like they're, you know, mm-hmm. or the, they do the conspiracy thing with, but while being like a NATO mouthpiece, it's kind of funny. Yeah. They do the Charlie Basically. day, uh, the Pepe Silvia exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they use, but they use, they literally use like Wikipedia and Google. Yeah. And Snopes probably. But okay. So also one set of 70 flashcards they found was associated with vocal air force base which is operated by the Royal Netherlands Air Force, and they used to host some U.S. forces. So they these flashcards revealed the exact number of WS-3 vaults on the base. The cards further listed specific vault numbers designated as hot or cold, suggesting some vaults contain nuclear weapons and which ones don't. So like, how fucking stupid. And, of course, we're going to get the... Um, uh, the the knee-jerk light switch brain, white nationalist, huh, that's our stupid nigger military. <laughs> no. So I can kind of draw a comparison maybe because like the old way they used to do these things back in like, let's say the 80s mm-hmm. um, was like they would blame everything on Gaddafi even when it wasn't Gaddafi. Sure. Because like you don't, as a government, you know, if something actually happens, like let's say the Las Vegas thing, you know, you never give the actual perpetrator credit because that'd be a coup of victory for them propaganda wise so sure. you know um no, i'm saying 80s, that this event a lot of stuff was blamed on Gaddafi that turned out to be anyway what i'm saying is if they're actually blaming it on the people yeah they just want they're just like burning down the um structure the, the order essentially sure and i think that's what's going on here I, I think this is literally just a uh you know like a um a, a burn notice basically like is this, this is bullshit. it's almost like it's almost like hoisting the flag upside down. It's like a really bad, bad sign. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like the the last the last thing. This is just stupid. Okay. This isn't the last thing, but the second to last thing. Even even the cases where flashcard sets didn't specifically identify the location, the information could be easily deduced. So, uh, Bellingcat determined that MUNSS is a common abbreviation for Munition Support Squadron. Flashcards referencing 701-NUNSS included security protocols specific to the 701st Munition Support Squadron at the Klein Air Force Base in Belgium. This is ridiculous. Like, why would they be 
doing top secret studying on an open application, right? The last one, a set of flashcards revealed specific identifiers on security badges at Vocal, such that authentic restricted area badges would contain deliberate misspellings of words to identify authentic badge holders. Like, they're giving away these kind of trade secrets in their fucking flashcard. I don't believe this. I think this is... You know... I think this is fake. It's, it's, when we talk about things like the uh, resets and such, and, you know, like kind of um, decline, uh, uh, dysgenics, I guess, you know, the opposite of eugenics, sure. decline in uh, everything. A lot of that goes to technology, right? Like when you're not remembering phone numbers anymore, it actually does make a big difference, things like that. Just thinking about what, you know, these airmen or, you know, Glowies and whatever and Eastern Europe and East Germany and all that had to do with like number stations and one-time pads and even Morse code. I mean, like you can get a ham radio license and not know Morse code, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I, I get that, you know, and I get that GPS is making us dumber and all that, but I just don't believe that people, I, maybe I, you know, I just can't believe it's not that I don't believe it. It's just like diversity, man. All the it's diversity. It's like the furries. The sure, trans, it's the, the diversity, and, and that's the that's the automatic go to. It's like the oh, we like with NASA. You know, we we traded the moon for uh, for niggers. You know, when the reality is, is NASA still gets eighty five million dollars a day. They still yeah, was, for yeah. God knows what. Right, right, but you know NASA's NASA's budget, boy. You know, it was so much more. Before we added the diversity to it. And now all the diversity, I mean, now all the money is, don't get me started. But um, I don't know. I just can't chalk this up to diversity because I think diversity is is going to be the go-to excuse from now on for everything. If it's terrible, well, it's because of the diversity. Sure, it's probably part of it. But I, I don't think, I just don't think that people with access to this type of information, okay? Yeah. What would be the purpose of studying it to memorize this stuff? First of all, wouldn't that stuff be like on the cypernet or something for you to just look up anyway? Yes. You know what I mean? So the, what is the point of studying it to memorize where these things are? And second of all, not only just to study it, to memorize them, why would you do this studying on a unsecured app like uh, Chegg? Okay, so, so if you wanted to like false flag... Russia, or I don't know about that's that. How, that's basically why. When you're, yes, this is the only reason. That's what I'm saying. There's this is not yeah, a legit yeah. thing. This is not real. This is not homosexual. This, I mean, the heterosexual. This does not pass go. This does not collect two hundred dollars. When you, yeah, so data exfiltration, you mm-hmm. know, isn't always through the internet. There's things like USB keys, like the whole proposed Seth Rich thing. Sure. With, uh, you know, that, there's um, even audio. This one's really interesting. For situations where they're air-gapped computers, this has been going on for at least a decade, but mm-hmm. now it's easy that even malware authors could technically do it. Them, you know, um, Lower-level people, not state actors. You're, Basically, you're, you can like... Heading out? I was going to say, you're not even... In, for like government computers, you're not even supposed to plug in any unauthorized devices into them. It, it will just immediately like shut down your account if you plug in some random USB. Right. There's all those things that have been put in place more since WikiLeaks, but before that too, of course. And they glue glue um, USB things shut sometimes, you know. But um, audio, they can actually exfiltrate data by playing ultrasonic audio through the speakers and such. Hmm. And like another device will pick up on it. Yeah, it's very, 
I think it was actually part of Stuxnet and Flame, which was the follow-up to Stuxnet. And the whole thing with that is Israel modified the code. Again, this is basically open. This isn't like a secret or anything. Um, Israel modified the code supposedly without telling the NSA, which I don't buy that exactly, but whatever. They made it more aggressive, and then it got caught. You know, so I guess Stuxnet wouldn't have been discovered if it wasn't for the um, aggression or the you know aggressive programmers of Unity 200. Sure. Oh, that, yeah, absolutely makes sense. And of course, of course, it's Israel. Speaking of Israel, I guess BB is uh, scheduled to leave on Saturday. Yes, BB is ousted. Um, let's real quick. Or let is me, he? Let me. Right. We well, have to see. I, I know. Stay tuned. Let us scroll through real quick to make sure we did not. All right, yeah, that's it for the troops. I'm not buying. I'm not buying that story as written. I'm not. I don't believe that. I think, like you said, this is a. It's a perfect way to false flag Russia for something, or, you know, some other. Can I can I say one more thing for the diversity bullshit? Got to prove it wrong. Sure. So, there's no way in hell there's that much diversity with anyone working with or directly with supposed nuclear weapons. They, there's no way that many of them score that high on the ASVAB. Press fucking X, dude. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. And, and to use the diversity cope here is in, is incorrect. It's wrong. Yeah, it's incorrect. It's no, no way that these nukes. I knew when I was in the Navy. I knew I knew a lot of nukes. I was supposed to be a nuke, and I didn't. I didn't do it. I didn't want to do that. They offered you. They offer you a pretty large sign-on bonus for it. But anyways. I know a lot of those guys. I did not see but maybe two black nukes the entire time I was around them. I mean, it's possible that there are, but I don't believe that. I don't think I've ever seen a, uh, a brown or black nuke officer. It's possible now. I mean, I've been out of the military for quite a while. It's possible now. There's fur, like you said, Astro, there's furries and butt pirates and lesbians and all kinds of crazy shit. Now that don't ask, don't tell is repealed. I mean, they've had they've had like full on gay weddings right on the ships and stuff. It's really it's great. It's great. But yeah, this is just another I think this is just another degradation of the American military. Uh, part of the humiliation ritual. Take the world's most powerful military and turn it into a literal fucking circus back tent act that you have to pay a nickel to get into. You know, like the, it's like the bearded lady. They took us from the main event, like from the three ring circus and now the United States military is like that fucking tent full of freaks. Has anyone seen Henry Kissinger as of late? Mm, I'm saying. I just saying, wonder what he's up to. I'm going to say, oh, looks wise or just in general? No, I just wonder what he's up to. You know, just all. I don't know. Uh, right about now, let me see. It is about 930 on the East Coast. He's probably doing something really nasty to a little kid. I'm going to say that's what he's doing right now. Probably not wrong. No, I'm, yeah. Well, we got a we got a few um, deposits into the the jar this week. We should get a uh, we should we should get a, a drop for that. Oh wait, we don't do drops. Oh. Yeah, the paranormies weren't wrong again. But let's let's go back to Netanyahu. So apparently, there's a new a government has been formed in Israel that's going to take the place of Netanyahu. Oh, good. Literally another fucking Mossad terrorist, right? Well, no. Have you done a little deep research on this guy, Nefertili or whatever? How do you say his name? I I don't Nef- know. Nefertili. I don't know. I don't. I don't care. But uh, he he's actually more extreme than Bibi and more right. loved by Chabad. 
very interesting situation right now. Right. So he's like, yeah, he's like a turbo terrorist, this guy. Yeah, I guess even though he, they say he's to the left, he's just really flexible and evil looking. I hate to say, or I'm surprised to say someone looks more evil than Netanyahu, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, this but, guy yeah, definitely has it. doesn't look that evil. He definitely so, has evil that. He is. He doesn't look as bad as he is. No, but, you know, that guy's got sure. that definite like, think he's gonna evil, leave. disjointed look in his eyes that like he would not have a problem staring you right in the eyes as he kills your wife and kids in front of you. Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on with Netanyahu um, and well, his cabinet. I don't want to say they're tied to Russia, but it seems like the USSR like dissolved and went to Israel literally. It did, like, did it, you know. Kind Dude, of like, it, do you secret. listen to Do you listen to Johnny Gat? Do you listen to Vigilante Intelligence? I can't, here and there, yeah. But I mean, I was aware of this before that. But yeah, right. That's that was where I first started hearing about this Israel Russia thing. And I went through and I watched all of his reference material that he that he used when he did those yeah. videos. Yeah, yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's kind of funny that that you know Russia Kissinger is. Kissinger was Kate. What's that? Kissinger was KGB. Kissinger yeah. had KGB ties. Yeah, and Kissinger CFR was KGB. Um, ben uh, Ben Gurion was was KGB, right? So was Gilda uh, Golda Meir. Gilda Radner. Golda Meir was KGB. Yeah. Like these are all prime ministers of Israel that were all former KGB agents. Weird, isn't it? Like these Russian Jews. Bolsheviks. You know who wasn't KGB? Yeah. You know who wasn't KGB as far as I know would be uh, Arafat and Rabin. Arafat died. It seems like polonium, actually. Yeah. He, he died of something that was. His body was radioactive. And then uh, right? yeah. the Rabin, that whole thing. The Rabin thing is really weird. I just found out, was watching some videos about it today, of all things, and it was uh, the, the car ride, which I think was an ambulance, but he was, um, basically, it took him 22 minutes to get to the hospital, so they might have even not killed him with the uh, the guy who took credit for it. It might have been, like, they killed him in the car while, like, asking him, like, giving him a chance to survive, and he said no, he would he would not back down, and they killed him, something like that. Huh, man, that's possible. Um, and this was like an Israeli judge talking about it. It was really weird. It was a really weird video. It was, it was all through um, Associated Press. Huh. I was really shocked to find all these videos from the Clinton era. Yeah, and the video of Bill Clinton, it's really weird looking, watching Bill Clinton and reconciling the video of him making the announcement of Rabin's death, you know, because mm -hmm. he was still pretty dignified back then sure. in the 90s, right? And then now you you have this distorted image because of all this Epstein thing, you know, all these different things that have come out. Which very well may be all true. Yeah. However, it's really distorted the uh, the heart and soul of the country, so to speak, because we're looking back at our presidents and not sure what to think of them. Right. It, uh, actually, are they? We are. We are. But are most people doing that, looking back at these former presidents and being like, "Wow, he went to Epstein Island twenty three times," or whatever it is? Well, somebody's gonna. Somebody's gonna. Somebody's gonna correct me on that, but. One of the one of the Rhodes Scholars with Clinton uh, was friends with him. He became his labor secretary, I believe. Robert Reich. He's like, uh, yeah, Robert Reich. Robert Reich. Reich. Yes. He's uh, he's like four foot ten. He's a he's kind of one of the nicer Jews, if I may say that. But whatever. Anyway, he um, he said Bill got kicked out of like whatever it was, Cambridge, Oxford, I forget, because of some kind of he slept with the wrong person's daughter or something. Yes. And they were kind of hush hush about it, but he did. He, they took the boat together and then he, he went back alone. Basically, they were, and uh, 
He had some interesting comments about Hillary too. I guess they didn't ever get along. Well, Hillary doesn't get along with anybody from what I've, what I've gathered. Literal witch from what I've gathered too. Yes. She's a member of some coven. I know Bella would know all that information about that, but she's definitely involved in some very evil stuff. I remember hearing, I remember hearing a, uh, an interview with Bill where he talked about Hillary would channel which president's wife. Oh, I want to say, um, I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt, Eleanor Roosevelt, Ella Fitzgerald was always was coming to my head. It was Eleanor Roosevelt. Yes. She would channel Eleanor Roosevelt, yeah, who, I've as we all know, is a guy. Hillary Clinton may be, maybe the only female vice president or president's wife, excuse me, may be the only female first lady. All the rest of them, as Mr. E has told us, have all been dudes. Yeah, you can't be a dude and a witch. That just doesn't work. Well, you can. It's just you're not a witch. You're a warlock. Exactly. Yeah. So, man, we got a whole bunch of, we got Clinton in, we got, uh, dude, but yeah, but you're right though. People looking back at this stuff and like Bill Clinton was everybody's favorite president. Dude, he, he got on Arsenio Hall and he played the saxophone and he used to jog to McDonald's. He was just like everybody's, he got a blow job for crying out loud. You know, like it's just a regular guy, almost Joe six pack, you know? And then it's like, come to find out that he raped like 22 women in Arkansas and He's been on the Lolita Express. Yeah, God, yeah. I'm like not. I'm not. Times. I'm not endorsing Clinton whatsoever. Oh no, I'm not saying I you mean, are. I'm just, but saying just that, like, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about America. Like during the Clinton administration and afterwards, when Bush came in. I mean, I remember how many people were just like, "Oh my God, I wish Bill Clinton were still back." It's like that Family Guy episode where Lois is like going on and on about all the things that Bill Clinton did, and it turned her on so much. All the women, you know. Plus, he was he was sexy too, right? And that's what they didn't care. This, but. Turns out he was just a disgusting, adrenochrome drinking, pedophile, vampire, just like every other politician. He kind of had that Elvis thing going on a little bit. He did. He did. He was yeah, because he was a white dude who could you know hang out with black people, right? He was the black. He was the the first black president because he was he was you know so so uh, honorary. He could go to the barbecue. Just kind of the the baby. The baby face thing, being a playboy, all of it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's all, those are all black things. All speak to the black people. All right. So, yeah, fuck Bill Clinton. Do you want to talk about channeling and the White House? Because, like, uh, almost every, well, we, not every president, but there's quite a few who usually had their spouses associated with the uh, channeling or astrology, like yes. Nancy Reagan yes. or uh, Lincoln's uh, wife. Mary Todd, well, I believe. Yeah, Nancy Reagan's a guy. Was that was a dude. That was a very oh, fra- yeah. frail little man. But yeah, the channeling stuff doesn't necessarily have to be a woman, but um, a witch does. Well, we don't have to do that. We have Do we have a whole bunch more news news? Let me see. For sure. Let's see. Oh, so we were talking about um, Russia and prepping for Russian stuff. This is We're going to do this in the second hour. Uh, they're blaming uh, some of these recent ransomware attacks on Russia, like they always do, of course. We'll save that for the second hour. Um, moving over to, I don't know what kind of news this would be. Tennessee hat shop blasted for selling Nazi-style Jewish stars proclaiming not vaccinated. That is... I don't understand. The okay. vaccine's against the Nuremberg Code. What's the problem? Right, right. This is it's fucking hilarious. So the, the woman who... The, they're doing them on trucker crap. Trucker caps. I am going to drive down to Nashville to go get one of these hats, dude. I have to. I have to get a hat. Give me one. I have to get, yeah, I'll get everybody one. The hat 
has to we have to have hats that say not vaccinated with the fucking Juden star. I mean, serious. If not, you're passing up a really good opportunity. I know. It's a, it's the a, logic is legit. It's like a six and a half hour drive, but I'll do it. It's for the show. Uh, well, and I'm not saying drive there. Don't bother have, with that. Just make your own. I want to buy them from her. I just or I want to buy them from her to support this woman who's making these really cool patches. All right. So here it is. So the shop stars emerged in the same week that Republican Georgia representative Marjorie Taylor Greene made comparisons between the COVID-19 pandemic and the Holocaust. The Holocaust, which occurred from 1941 to 1945, involved Nazis killing roughly 6 million European Jews. Oh, God. So what she I'm said was... i to figure out this Marjorie Taylor Green lady, because her last name's Green, with and the, the few e. Greens I know all happen to be Jewish in L.A., and like the Hollywood Greens, uh, Seth Green, yeah. Tom Green. Well, that's Green with just an N. This is Green with an E. So, And also, I think that's her husband's name. She's Marjorie Taylor uh, Green. So I'm not sure if it's hyphenated. Uh, I'm not sure if it's hyphenated or if that's not her name or whatever. Um, either way. She is, yeah, so she, her, her quote says, vaccinated employees get a vaccination logo just like the Nazis forced Jewish people to wear a gold star. Okay. Um, I, I think it's hilarious. So the Hatworks Instagram page has numerous images opposing face masks, masks opposing Joe Biden, and opposing COVID-19 vaccines also contains a flagged image pushing a conspiracy theory that claims that George Soros and Bill Gates helped create the COVID-19 pandemic for global financial benefit. Notice they didn't say the debunked conspiracy theory. Well, because it's true. Right. I like the idea early on that COVID was Epstein's dead man switch, but it's kind of turned out to be a dud, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, oh my God. So on Friday, the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum published an open letter signed by 50 Holocaust survivors urging politicians to stop making comparisons between modern social conditions and the Holocaust. We also watch with great dismay a persistent and increasing tendency in American public life to invoke the Holocaust for the purpose of promoting another agenda. It is deeply painful of us to see our personal history, the systematic destruction of our families and communities and murder of six million Jewish men, women, and children exploited in this way. What we survived should be remembered, studied, and learned from, but never misused. Yeah, shut up. Just, for another agenda, it, right. which isn't ours. Right, right. For another agenda, yes. They give the game away right there. They, they give it away. I think this woman should be commended for her, uh, for her Juden stars. And if you are around Nashville and you can make it to Hatworks, I say you go buy one because I'm going <laughs> to. Dude, more people should put Juden stars on things. I, Compare everything to the Holocaust, you know? Oh, God, the cicadas, my ears, the cicadas. It's like the Holocaust. I mean, if she gets shut down, just be like, hey, just go up to her and be like, hey, just uh, dissident apparel. Yeah. We got you. There you go. 
did you guys see about this uh, Australia mouse story or whatever? Like Australia's getting overrun with mice. It's like biblical levels. I did not. But as Australia is not a real place. You should have sent it. No. Um, yeah, I know. that's one of my favorite conspiracies. You know that? It's, it's a joke, not real. Right. Well, well, considering, um, you know, the meme that there's a huge body of land in between Alaska and Russia that's not Russia? You know that theory, right? Not exactly, but it's vaguely familiar. Yeah, so I mean, it's. I hear that specifically, but I was listening to something recently about flat Earth. So yeah, it's it's completely possible that what we consider Australia isn't Australia, and that Australia is just, you know, it's not a fictional place because I've been to the place they call Australia. Mm. It's not fictional though. It's right. That's what I'm saying though. Have you? Well, I I actually. Oh, did I post it? I don't think I posted it. You guys got to see this. I'm gonna put it in the chat. It is. The official, the official tour of Antarctica. Yep, there it is. I'm going to drop it in the chat. It is anytime you take a boat because you could take a boat tour. You could take a boat tour to, to Antarctica. You can go down there. You go to Argentina and you pay the whatever the money is and you go down to the thing. And they, they put you on the boat and you can take the pictures. Oh, you lose your GPS after a little bit because you're just getting so far away from anything and there's the satellite coverage or something. I don't know what their what their cope is for that. But look at this. Look in the chat at the picture I just dropped. Okay. That is literally all you get to do. And that's a long trip, by the way. That's not a that's not like a little quick trip. That's that's a few days. You know, to you get don't even hit the mainland. Right. Right. But that's what I'm saying. And it's not anywhere near where New Schwabenland or any of this stuff is even supposed to be. And you don't actually cross the Antarctic Circle. So sure, you can go to the... Yes, for those people who want to well actually us... Well, actually, yes, you can go to Australia. I mean, it's like you know, it's just $10,000 deposit. But I can show you the tour ride. Here's a brochure. Anyways. I know some people who went on that cruise down to... Antarctica, and it's basically just like the very outskirts and very, very limited. You probably heard about that. Yeah, this is, dude, that's it right there. This is literally every tour that you're allowed to go to. Yeah. That's it. Why? Because of a fucking treaty that, uh, is it 52 countries or 62 countries are members of that has never been broken? Nobody's even attempted to break it. Yeah. Funny you mentioned that. I just saw Atlantic Council, which is the think tank for NATO, I think officially, um, post a YouTube video this past week about, I thought it was Arctic, because everyone talks about the Arctic geopolitics, right? Uh But it was Antarctic geopolitics. It was basically how, you know, Germany has a slice, Russia has a slice, I think England has a slice in America, something like that. Mm -hmm. 54 parties. Or Russia, too. I'm forgetting Russia and China doesn't. Right. Do they? I don't, no, I don't believe China does. Jack, look that up. There's only, five, I think there's only like four or five governments that share Antarctica. I, it's very strange to see the Atlantic Council talking about security issues of Antarctica. That's like unheard of. It's, it's very, it's as weird as this disclosure thing. Not weirder. Right. Well, that's another another big. They don't go down there. Like NATO. Why would NATO go to Antarctica? They're all worried about the Arctic right now. Right. Why are they even talking about it in public? Yeah. Well, anytime anything's talked about publicly. You know, it's meant to be. Well, of course, it's, it's there. It's part of the script. You're, you're. That's that's the story arc for this week is going to be that. Um, let's. Speaking of disclosure, oh, that's in the Telegram chat. Damn it. Uh, to the Stars Academy thing. 
Yeah. So that was the thing, the To The Stars Academy thing. That's who's pushing disclosure. Yeah, I believe that. That that totally makes sense. That I didn't realize they have no interest in entities or aliens or anything like that. It's Mm -hmm. specifically just machines that are unexplained. But they're talking about secret technology that the uh, defense contractors have access to. Where did that come from? Like, is it from our future or something? Or is it from, if it's not extraplanetary or lost civ- or hidden civilization, I guess is what it's implied. Right. But which I don't think, hold on, which part are you Stars questioning? Academy, hold on. I was reading. I'm sorry. What were you questioning? Well, okay. So to the stars Academy is, it seems wants the special access programs to be kind of opened up ah, yes. uh, for all this type of free energy or, you know, all these different kinds of technologies that supposedly came from downed alien craft or Nikolai sure. Tesla or whatever. Sure, sure. Now, of course, there's reason to be skeptical about all that because it could be from like AI or the future AI or the people in the future or, you know, uh, faggots trying traveling back. Yes. Yes. Furries in the future, whatever you want to say. Gay furries from the future. Demons. Yes. Um, just, just call them demons, Johnny. Right. But here, okay. let me, let, okay. before we, before we do that, yeah, we have to, we have to, you have to announce the topic. It is June, it is deadline month. It is official. This is the month that we are going to get alien disclosure. It is, or at least every military and government agency or office that has information about aliens, A's, you know, LMOs, uh, spaceships, whatever you want to call them. All that stuff has to be into the government by June, and it is June. So... That's the big thing. Everybody's looking forward to disclosure. So yeah, like welcome to disclosure month, guys. What a cool month, right? It's gonna be like imagine imagine if like if this was if this month was like something like terrible, but it's not. It's disclosure month. Right? Oh wait. The aliens are gay. Yeah, I've had a theory about this for a long time because you know, <laughs> anime pushes these big eyed creatures, you uh-huh. know, and same with the fur all that shit. It's all got these giant eyes. Yeah. I thought aliens just time traveled. Well, they did, or it's, you know, whatever it is, it's definitely trying to corrupt everything. Right. Civilizational, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I know it sounds totally tinfoil, but if you just see a gray next to an anime character, it's really creepy. You've seen that picture before. I don't Yeah, I have. It's not, it, no, you're, you're absolutely correct. It is. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that is, uh is something that has something to do with that. I mean, you got to remember all this stuff ties together. Actually, I feel like disclosure could be tied to the Vegas shooting. Paddock was, I mean, Ray Area 51. There was a rumor that Mm -hmm. something escaped that night, like containment. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Something broke the containment. I forgot about that. the corner of, it was like North Vegas somewhere. I don't know the corner, so don't, don't, don't ban me for that. But I mean, like really, there was a lot of weird stuff happening. There's a lot of very weird stuff happening and uh, that was totally unrelated to what supposedly happened. Right. So I have no idea how much right. that was real. So I'm going to read I'm going to read this because this was written as if I was going to write it. This is a very interesting email. All this information. Oh, man. And you're right. Uh, to the Stars Academy. It's all about To the Stars Academy. So as you know, last year, Congress were to line their budget bill asking the military and intelligence groups to provide a report summarizing what is known about UFOs to be delivered, delivered by June 2021. That's the basic facts for now. We'll have to see what happens this month. 
However, the interesting part of all this is that Congress was only made that request because they were lobbied by TTSA. And TTSA is, as we, we did an episode a while back, uh, TTSA is a group of ex-CIA, ex-military intelligence, ex-Lockheed, and the ex-lead singer of Blink-182, whose dad was some huge, I believe it was oil guy. Um, so basically, TTSA is the CIA, right? I mean, it's pretty much. And then they're the guys who got the, they pulled the strings to get the Navy UFO videos released in 2017. And they're the ones who, who've been making all the noise about disclosure since like before 2016. You can see uh, they're mentioned in the Podesta emails, right? So when you see Tucker, WAPO, the NYT, the New Yorker, NPR, CBS, 60 Minutes, all this shit, all outputting all the same stories with the same tone, same narrative on the subject of UFOs and the Pentagon's gestures towards disclosure, it's because the CIA, the TTSA, is directing them to do that, right? So why is the CIA trying to run a, quote, disclosure operation with a tightly controlled narrative about the UFOs, right? They're not doing this just for public benefit. We can probably all agree to that, right? So who is counter-signaling this? Nobody, right? So you've got, like, I don't know, dude. There's the possibilities. The possibilities about disclosure are, A, it's a PSYOP against foreign adversaries. B, it's a PSYOP against domestic population. That's Project Bluebeam. C, it's an attempt by the CIA, the establishment, to gain access to compartmentalized, unacknowledged secret access programs within the military-industrial complex, or D, add your own theory here. Um, he says, personally, I think it's door number three. One of the consistent talking points made by the TTSA boys is complaining about how the subject of UFOs is too obfuscated in layers of denial, disinfo, and ultra-secret classification policies that makes anything related to it disappear into stovepiped research programs run by private contractors. Because of this, they say they don't know what they know. Ostensibly, this reports to Congress and the review of the UFO subject more generally. Isn't excuse me, in the and the review of the sub UFO subject more generally is intended to clarify some of that confusion. Following the report, I expect their next step will be to have committee-level hearings in Congress with carefully selected and coached military witnesses, the purpose being to justify a new law or congressionally mandated protocol regarding the, collective, the collection, classification, and review of information related to the UFO phenomenon. And who else to take charge of that responsibility but the friendly glow-niggers of the CIA, right? Or maybe some CIA-controlled bureau, the same office which has been running the policy of denial, disinfo, and debunking for the last 70 years. So basically, the whole TTSA disclosure is an internal power struggle, likely, with the CIA trying to scoop all the authority and oversight related to UFOs from whatever dispersed and semi-unofficial hierarchy that's been running the cover-up since 1947. So I'm interested in what you think about all this and how you expect it will play out. Certainly, there's the potential to connect this conspiracy to other aspects of the paranormal and covert, but it's worth noting that the TTSA script has carefully avoided touching on the subject of aliens. It's also worth noting that the TTSA script is quite similar to the statement given by Major General Samford in 1952, with the key difference being that in 1952, they said there was no risk of national security, while TTSA suggests the exact opposite, probably in order to spook Congress into acting, into acting, excuse me. Uh, and there is so what a are bunch they? of notes. I've kind of missed the, I missed the idea of what they are. 
What do you mean of what? I, I don't follow To the Stars Academy. So what okay. are they? So To the Stars I mean, Academy the, is a. What are the UFOs? What in their opinion? Oh, in their opinion, what, how do they explain the tech, they're, uh, the technology? Right, they are some sort of. Right, there's some sort of off-planet AI, some sort of mechanical something. There's okay. no, yeah. I don't believe so they, the machine elves. Basically. The machine elves, right? They don't believe in any organic beings in in these craft. Of course not. Right. Of Transhumanism. Not. Here we go, guys. The aliens are actually robots. Makes sense. We made them. Right. Right. So, and this whole this whole thing is yeah. So the disclosure is being pushed by the to the stars academy who was basically the cia i mean you have- i was calling it the super cia in chat i don't know if you saw that and then the ttsa oh like yes yeah, super cia the tranny tsa <laughs> nice yes i did see that actually now that i i was reading when you, you posted it up i didn't i didn't look at it but um yeah so here's you okay, know, the pentagon report if they are if they are ai i kind of don't buy that at all and that would make sense that they're lying right if they're going to do mm-hmm. disclosure they're going to do a big lie so um, right. I don't buy that they're in at all because there's always been a big problem around Lockheed Martin and like Area 51 and all those kinds of things regarding like um, like why do they bring children there? Like there's really no explanation for that. Like why is there you know the John Benet Ramsey thing was like a one off, but like why do they like what are these entities that want children? Are right. they human? Yeah. And what does that do with the top defense contracts and technology? So. And sure. it's, it's depressing to talk about, but I think that is probably what they're not going to disclose, and they're going to, you know, hoodwink the public with something like uh, the new gods. Yeah, I think it, it's definitely a hoodwink um, sort of thing. It's it's, it's all fake, dude. <laughs> None of this stuff is real. If they disclose aliens, it's it, not going it, to be maybe real. it's the Moshi Moshiach. Maybe it's the Moshiach, right? Oh, the Moshiach. The Moshiach. Yes, the Moshiach. Yes. The Messiah. Their Messiah. The Moshiach. Christ or whatever. Yes. yes. The, which would be the Antichrist, which we all hate the Antichrist here. Just, just you know, throwing that out there. Um, I hope so. Oh, absolutely. Well, no, that's the meme I hate. The, it's not a meme, but it's been going around the I hate the Antichrist. And then it got changed to I hate the this to I hate the that. No, it was Borzoi posted something about the nanobots. I hate the nanobots. Anyway, uh, so yeah, disclosure is this month. I don't know what's going to happen, um, but it seems could it to lead be into next month because we have um, Independence Day around the corner. Right, we have Independence like that Day movie with the blue beam thingy. Mm-hmm. I think well, we we could I mean, you know, the movie could have been predictive programming. We're going to do it in the middle of the summer. Probably you know have our new Independence Day. Who knows? Um, but we've had a Space Force leader get fired. We've got the the CIA uh, pop punk singers you know group, the to the Stars Academy. Yeah, Academy. They're they're the ones that the are pushing. Blink One Eight Two sucks. By the way. Oh, they I mean, what they're the fuck. Why did they pick that guy? Oh. You're, I don't know. I, I was in. They should have picked Bill Murray. Right. I was Bill in. Bill Murray Calif- would have been the perfect ambassador. <laughs> I was in California when when Blink One Eighty Two was popular. I can confirm that I, much like every other scene, that whole scene's fans suck. It's not the band that sucks. It's the fans that make the band suck. Anyway, 
if we ever record that episode on 90s music, I definitely have, not on them, but an interesting take on uh, the whole genres of punk and, you know, in the 90s and everything. Okay. Well, I mean, we all know that punk was really- created by, punk was created by the CIA also. That's like, that's an unclassified document that they created punk music. No, for sure. But I mean, it ran in parallel with the skinhead movement to like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there were a lot of like, you know, so like people wouldn't find out about Tom Metzger or anything. Huh. Okay. Well, that's or like those old, I, that's my opinion. Like bands like the offspring, which are like very, uh, white. Dexter and all that Holland and all that. I mean, they're, they have, they talked about social strife and the suburbs and all those things. It's kind of like a pressure release valve. And then the industrial type music, Marilyn Manson's those types. It was on the opposite end of the spectrum. Hmm. Well, the, we'll, uh, we're going to have to bo- save both that. to keep people away from Save, save that, that for another episode. Yes, too. and we'll save that for that episode where we do all the Trent Reznor stuff. Stay tuned, man. I know that it's going to be an interesting month. Every month is an interesting month in 2021. You know, we thought 2020 was bad. 2021 ain't no joke. It's it's we got more we got more news coming up. Hey, Jack, you know, we we did the whole troops thing at the beginning, but what did you think? What did you think about? I know everybody's like like they call the boomers and people are all pissed off about about Kamala Harris, like, uh, you know, saying enjoy the long weekend instead of, you know, like happy Memorial Day, you know, remember the troops, blah, blah, blah. What do you what do you think of that? Bro, I just enjoyed the long weekend. Like, isn't that what everyone does? <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the long weekend, too. But uh, if I hear if I ever hear my mom or anybody my mom's age complain about Kamala Harris one more time. And I can almost guarantee if she did say, you know, enjoy uh, Memorial Day or something to that degree, they'd be like, oh, well, she's faking it. She doesn't really mean it. Yeah, it's all dude. It's just all scripted bullshit. That's she doesn't tweet. No, like, yeah, Joe Biden doesn't write his tweets. Like somebody is one of his people does that. One of her people does that stuff. Nobody. Yeah. Anyways. It's all fake. Probably, probably an algorithm. It was probably intentional. I mean, everything sure. these days seems like agit prop from oh, both sides. It is. It is. It's like, you know, like uh, Google makes a big deal out of everything, every holiday under the sun, including like National Hot Dog Day and, uh, you know, National Bring Your Dog to Work Day. That's That's got a Google doodle, but Easter doesn't get one. You know, anything to do with Christ. Right? Yeah, Google's a very... Google's a very evil company. I don't have too many stories on them, but I think oh, everyone no. knows by now. Oh, we know. We know. They're very, very They, they evil did company. chill for the on the Jews and their lies for us. They you know what? Oh, I yeah, have no, to give... they're definitely they're definitely involved in platforming people they want to be platformed for certain reasons. There's make no mistake about that. Right. Um Yeah, dude, I I couldn't believe that when I saw that, Jack. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. We get banned. We got banned from like another, you know, um, another payment processor, another means of receiving, you know, receiving and paying for stuff in the name of the Paranormies. Um, and Google's right there helping us out. Shilling your Necronormicon, bro. Nice. Yo, hell yeah. I, yeah. some, yeah. Sometimes I wonder about Silicon Valley because um, they're not always super pro Israel. It's weird. I mean, I don't know if they're really, you know, like, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. Well, there's a lot there's, of liberal um, Jews. There's a lot of liberal Jews in Silicon Valley that, you know, that are, are not pro-Israel. And they're diaspora Jews. And they're like, no, I don't want to go back there. You ultra Zionist weirdo. But we love Israel. 
you know, just, but just stay there. We're not going. Yeah, there. I mean, yeah. Seth Rogen and all those types—they're not sure. gonna—they're not gonna want to move to Israel. No, I was figuring because you know I'm not you in that level of notoriety. That's dude. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. But anyways. We're coming up on the break. We're going to listen to, I wanted to listen to Pelican last week, but I didn't want to do a 16 minute song. This is going to go along with disclosure. This is Pelican and this is spaceship broken parts needed. And we'll be back.
All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Jenny Monoxide with Astro and Jack. Uh, Reinhardt and DB have taken the evening off, and uh, you get the news from us this week. There was something else, Jack, you posted last hour about the disclosure thing. Uh, the last thing you posted was, or did you post this, Astro? The uh, the Pentagon report about the, no, the UFO Pentagon report ordered by Trump could spark alien arms race. Jack, oh, that was it. me. Yeah. So real quick, and this will be the last thing on, on UFOs and, and uh, disclosure and whatever. One alien expert, alien expert, God, I want a job like doing that. You know, you can get paid for being an alien expert, being an expert on things that probably don't exist. Anyways, or, or just demons. So Donald Trump ordered the Pentagon, again, to release all this stuff, you know, the UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, and... Christina Gomez, host of Paradigm Shifts UFO Channel, says a report's release could be dangerous if it confirms the existence of alien technology on Earth. So if, in fact, alien technology is, quote, confirmed, which, I mean, like, isn't pretty much, you know, every sort of ridiculous leap in technology, basically alien technology until it's not anymore. When you, we were talking about To the Stars Academy, I remembered... Uh, hearing about med beds a lot lately. Have you heard mm. of this concept? Yeah, med beds. It's kind of the Q, the Q crowd. It comes out of the QAnon thing, even though they don't want to associate it with that. But yeah, I think that could be To the Stars Academy because this idea of breakaway civilization or whatever t- kind of technology. What is the med bed? It's from that, like that movie. It's like that movie Elysium, which I actually never watched, but I guess it's like uh, about a civilization that lives very well, and then the rest of Earth lives in extreme poverty. Mm-hmm. And the the top of civilization has these med beds, which basically it's like a Star Trek style uh, med doctor without the personality, it's like the hologram doctor without the personality. Or oh, okay. So the the you just get in the thing and it fixes. It's like, it's like a yeah, you get in the thing. Yeah, it's basically like something out of Deus Ex, video games, okay. cyberpunk, okay. Ghost of the Shell. And they're saying that these now the Q crowd, hundreds, of, the Q crowd is saying these things are real. They exist on Earth, but we can't get them because uh, we need to, you know, evolve to the fifth dimensional vibration. Oh, okay, okay. So this is an, this is a dimension. Ooh, I found something real interesting in this one, which kind of ties to the first thing we talked about with nukes. What's that? Mr. Eli Zondo told the outlet, that's concerning to the point where we've actually had some of our nuclear capabilities disabled by these things. Well, yeah, that, that's actually somewhat credible. I mean, there's been lots of seemingly real reports over decades about that. What about the uh, also alien, implying about alien stuff shutting down to, nuke stuff? Well, that's the thing is uh, that seems like all they're interested in. Like if they, if they if we follow the narrative, that's all they're interested. In. Right. If you fo- because at every quote nuclear test, at every nuclear explosion, wherever they're doing this research, whatever, you'll find UFOs. There's always you know there's always a UFO also, around. What like one of Absolutely. those? Absolutely. Yeah. Q. I wasn't exaggerating or joking in the first hour when I said Q clearance comes from Department of Energy and that stuff. Like I, I don't know if it's in the military, but it comes from the Manhattan Project and the subsequent type of things. Mm. So the whole name of Q and Q anon was like very much in the vein of this Manhattan Project, whatever it is. It, it kind of harkens to that. The whole, you know. Putting the atom. Well, the which, whole right. 
which was very much a quantum thing and very much like a perhaps demonic or cabalistic thing. It, well, that's yeah, that's the thing is when um, uh, when Oppenheimer split Sorry, the atom, he he supposedly ripped a hole in the space time continuum and pulled a demon through. Like that's like the whole, you know, that's you know that's one of the uh, Aleister Crowley level conspiracy tales of of the Manhattan Project. Now, what were you going to say about Oppenheimer? Um, well, I was making a joke, Oppenheimer or Teller, because there's like that kind of the two archetypes of the Jews, you know, Teller's oh, the yes. Hungarian Jew who was anti-communist. Oppenheimer was accused of being a communist and he was very much a kind of, he quoted Shiva Hindu or whatever, Hinduism. Yeah. That famous quote. That's right. Um, Teller, you know, you guys mentioned Michio Kaku every once in a while, which by the way, hilarious name, the Japanese guy, you know, who's yes. very Americanized, of course. Oh, he's I forget a, if his parents were interned or anything like that, but his his he got into Princeton because of Edward Teller. Do you know about this? Michio Kaku is yeah he's like he's like the Japanese. Um, uh, he's way above Neil deGrasse Tyson though. He's yeah, actually way above that. Yeah, he's like an astrophys. Yeah, he's like I was gonna say he's like the Japanese but Carl he, Sagan. Right. He's like but not um, quite, but not quite. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. He's like exactly, not he's quite. like the he's like the Japanese knockoff. The Chinese, but he's exactly. but he's but he's actually Japanese. Yeah, Michio Kaku is a hilarious hilarious name if you're an American because anything that sounds like Kaku is just like funny because poop, you know. I grew up listening to his radio show on occasion because really? it was like a science Fr not Science Friday, but the other one, Explorations. Uh, you know, he he talks about a lot of cutting edge technology. He's basically a, a hype man for DARPA, just like Hideo Kojima or uh, who else. I guess the Deus Ex games for sure. Um, oh, Ghost in the Shell. That was the other one. Like these cyberpunk franchises, whether they're video games, anime, or television movies, they have usually like, you know, technical advisors and sure. liaisons and such. And they're always some and they're, high level Japanese CIA asset. Oh man, Japan is, yeah. I can't even imagine what Japan is like with the whole uh, Masonic influence. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because there's no Masana calls in Japan. I call anime Disney East because I'm kind of convinced that Disney secretly runs like all the anime and version hmm. shit. That is just a conspiracy I have not heard. No, that's just my own observation. I mean, I'd, I'd buy it. Sounds sounds legit. God, one of the times I came on your show, there was that terrible thing that got memory hold. In Japan, I'm not an weeaboo. I don't like anime, really, for the most part. Mm. But uh, it's cool. I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess, in terms of the like the only place where people feel there's any kind of culture or something that's not <laughs> paused. So, uh, or what? I mean, I guess now anime is bad too. Yeah, well, anime is. There was that studio. Do you remember that that studio did that Netflix deal? And like, do you remember? Mm. Sorry, I'm being really big. No, it's, it's someone burned down a fucking anime studio in. Uh, oh in Japan. right, okay, yes. One okay. of the one of the first times I came on, that like happened that day. Right, I care so little about anime that I honestly couldn't be bothered to have remembered that. I'm pretty sure they would have had to have mentioned it, like on other shows, but it just in general it got totally uh, memory hold by everyone. Huh. Everyone, Wonder, literally, like nobody remembers or talks about that. Now, what? It was what would really be the bad. reasoning? What would be the reasoning like, behind memory holding that? Well, they told this. They came out. They had a Netflix deal. It was a female studio mostly. They had some labor dispute with. They're underpaying people, 
there could have been some weird stuff going on, oh. you know, like could have been some Jewish lightning. Masonic, whatever you want to call it. I mean, yeah. it's Japan, so Jews won't get very far. That's true. That's true. Do you think? Well, when I mean, Jews got far, they're pretty far in China. But uh, do you think Jews are an influence at all in Japan? I f- uh, well, the uh, yakuza and uh, the um, yakuza, the government, the companies, and I guess you know, there's masonry. But no, I don't think the Jews are very strong exactly. in Japan whatsoever. Okay, interesting. China, not so much either, because everyone, whether they're globalist or Zionist, basically calls China the new Nazi Germany. Yeah, I think that's a literally true. and economically, they, economically, they absolutely emulate them. You know, it's interesting. China. Well, you know, I mean, growth, dude, there's a book called there's a book called Mao and his Jews and how the Jews set up Mao and like communist China is what it is yeah. because of Jews. And it's, it is right well, now with the CFR guys, Kissinger and those his people, his friends. Yeah, exactly. Those are or Jews. Some I mean, more George, radical yeah. ones. George Bush senior. George Bush senior was UN ambassador to China during Mao. Yep. Actually, he was ambassador to the UN and then ambassador to China, the first, right. and then head of the CIA after that. Right. And they, well, yeah, from yep. China, from China, he was able, I guess, to manipulate Think. stuff in, he was able to, able to manipulate stuff in Vietnam, like the heroin trade. And then. Oh, absolutely. He went between, well, before he, before he was given the reins to the CIA, he had to, um, you know, forget where he was. On that on that fateful mm-hmm. day, yeah, yeah, he's well. He hilarious. turned the plane around. He didn't want to land in Dallas after the guy. That's the story, supposedly, is that he was set to land in Dallas. He said, Turn the plane around. Like he couldn't. They flew to Houston, and I believe Nixon was, I believe in Houston that day at a Pepsi Co board meeting. He was, I believe, chairman of the board after yeah. being vice president. Yes, he was. Yeah, he got a he got a nice fat. Nixon's very interesting. Nixon's very very interesting. I mean, you should do an episode on him. I would like to. Yeah. I I think I would have to see if an old buddy of ours, Raiden, is still around. I know he knows a lot about this kind of stuff. That's directly in his wheelhouse. If you're still listening, what like, up, dude? I'd like to talk to you about Nixon. Who were we talking about before that? Nixon was vice president. Uh, George Bush. Yes. George, George Bush. That, well, what, when he told the story later on is he couldn't remember where he was that day. Right. Well, that, you know, there's an honest answer. Cause if you ask someone in an air that was in an airplane, when Kennedy was shot, where you were somewhere over Texas, yeah. he wasn't lying. I mean, sure. Okay. Sure. Kind of like, you know, he like on nine 11 was happening, just happened to be having breakfast with Omar bin Laden. Right. In Manhattan. Oh, well, that's just, yeah. Yeah. These are, yeah. these are the things. It's just weird. George Bush Sr., anytime there's like a major thing happened within like the past 60-ish years in the United States, would actually maybe more than that. But yeah, he's been he's been around it. Interesting, right? I thought he just had three kids or three sons. I think it's six when I checked. Really? Was, um, I thought there was just Jeb, W, and Marvin. Right. That's all Marvin I've ever heard of. There's more? Savings and lo- savings and loans. Yes, Mandela. Maybe I don't know, man. Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of the Mandela effects, but I'm not going to diss it. I'm not going to say what, no. I mean, either I like I go back and forth. I honestly do go back and forth on Mandela. And oh, you know what, dude? I forgot to, to mention in the first hour that I went by the post office and we got some kind of cool stuff in um, in the mail. Speaking okay, of like well, no. Speaking of Mandela effect, that's why it reminded me. There's a guy out there whose name is who goes by Tim Osman. Speaking of Bin Laden, um, 
Except he spells his ah, name yes. with a Z. Tim Osman, O-Z-M-A-N, which Tim Osman with an S, O-S-M-A-N, was CIA asset, also known as Osama bin Laden. Anyways, this guy, Tim Osman. Brothers with Donnie? Donnie Osmond? Yeah. <laughs> different. Sorry. Different. That, that, that weird incestuous family. Well, he writes books, this guy, Tim Osman, and he wrote one called The Metascript Decoded, The Great Reset, World Revolution, and the Age of Mars. I've read... I've read a couple of his other his other books on Kindle, and I shut off. He's he's written a couple of books on conspiracy theory in general, and he makes a lot of good points about things. Well, that age of that that book title is fascinating, and it sounds very fascinating. And um, it is. I'm already the whole like, idea of going to Mars. I think I said this before. You mm-hmm. know, if you're a flat earther or not, I don't care. Going to Mars is ridiculous, at least in the near term, obviously. Sure. Um, I think it's kind of code for restructuring civilization around a core function that's unfortunately very brutal, known as Mars or war. Yeah, it's got to like do 70 years. Astrologically speaking, like we are supposed to enter, you know, we're in that end of the Iron Age or something. Mm-hmm. And then we're, we're going try, to try to get back into the Golden Age. Yep. But we're not going to. We're going to end up in the age of Mars, which is an age of war, which we probably already a little bit have been. Um, I can't find it in my Kindle, but relative anyways, relative peace. Actually, we've had we've definitely had relative peace to the point where peacetime is meaningless. And that's how I feel. Word peacetime has just lost all its meaning. Because hmm. you know, peacetime operations versus wartime operations. Yeah, like, no, that's true. Uh, you chi- do. China and everyone operates in these gray zones. They call mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so this guy has written everything. He's written a bunch of other books, and one of them is called Guardrails, How Free Minds Are Contained by False Narrative and Conspiracy Rabbit Trails. That was actually a really good book, and it's kind of, um, you know how we can, you know, how we can uh, spend all day going down rabbit trails on certain conspiracies and whatever, and we call them pissed on breadcrumbs because, yeah, it's, you know, it's stuff that's there like in 9-11, um, the fully inflated tire. Right, being found the passport, unburned passport. Right, those are like pissed on breadcrumbs. We know those are. We know why those are there. Yeah. But he writes. He wrote. He wrote, his whole book is about how to like to not, fo- you know, get get stuck following into that kind of stuff. I think it's kind of these things that are really obvious to anyone with critical thinking or pattern recognition skills. I think that it's almost like an A/B test or an acid test to see if they. You know, are brainwashed enough to not sure. see the obvious. Oh no, that's that's absolutely and then true. It, and then it gaslights. Then it gaslights anyone who knows anything about all this. Exactly. It is it is a it's a dual edged sword. Yeah. For the for the profane, they have no idea, and they're like, oh wow, I can't believe the passport landed on the ground. And then for those who actually have eyes to see, it is gaslighting us because we're like, oh my god, they did this. They totally faked this. But why did they? They know we're gonna know. Right, they know that we know that that they know we know. <laughs> so why do they still do it? But anyways, that's what this book is about. This book is about decoding. It says there's a conspiracy, but it's hidden by a myriad of misguided conspiracy theories. If anything, most of them underestimate the depths of total mind control exuded by the wizards of media. I use the term wizards loosely. I'm implying that we're confronted with a reality shaping power that is godlike or perhaps diabolical, but what I don't immediately reach for the supernatural to explain what appears incredible, I invoke Arthur C. Clarke's first law. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Ah. You kind of lost me. Quoting Arthur C. Clarke, although I understand why he quoted that, but well, that quotation specifically. 
What do you mean? But I just started to see Clark was a really bad dude. That is the first law is not wrong. Isaac Asimov too. Right. Oh but no. I mean, I, but what I he guess. said wasn't wrong. But um, I, I guess I can see why he would. But the, but the quote fits. So basically, everything is fake and gay. Is this book? So yeah. <laughs> and so the meta script talks about the so meta script. Many... What? And he, he gets into the he gets into There's Mandela so many... effect and stuff in his book too. There are so many news stories we haven't gone to, like oh, uh, Israel saying Nasrallah is dead from COVID, the head of Hezbollah. Yeah, the head of yeah the head of Hezbollah died of COVID, which hasn't he died of well, a couple of other things now? They've said it before, but this time he actually looks sick and was coughing his last statement and stuff. So oh, okay. appararently people are buying it. Okay, so but and Lebanon's said, like, but they've said it that the he's East, died before or that he died of COVID. Yeah, no. Israel has tried to say they've killed Nasrallah before, but yeah. never from COVID, of course. Right, that's what I'm saying. I, I know they thought. They I know they said they get sick. Okay. There's definitely something going on with him. Okay. Probably they're poisoned. It's probably something happened. Who the yeah. knows? Yeah. It, or it's a deep fake. Honestly, it seemed like a ripe situation for that because they say like, "Oh, we went underground," and then he did a video or something. Well. I mean, I wonder when this. It's kind of like all the other people. Yeah. It's exactly like all the other. Uh, Whatever w- you want to call them. I wonder when the, the story comes out. I wonder when the story comes out that, you know, Hezbollah is really Jews. I Or CFR, actually. Exactly. Right. Like uh, right. Fidel Castro. Supposedly Fidel Castro was CFR, not CIA. That's why they kept trying to kill him, but never did. Hmm. He I was think- in league with Bedford Kissinger and Trudeau and all those people. And uh, Tulsi Gabbard now. Yeah. She's CFR. Right. And CF, you, th- you think CFR and CIA are not connected or they might be opposing factions? I mean, I don't know how it works, but CFR is like an ultra national or, you know, it's above nation states. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's, and the you CIA, know, I don't want to sound cliche saying lay Illuminati type thing, right? But, sure. I mean, but, but that's uh, who really it is when you talk about that. Like, you can't, like, people are like, oh, yeah, ha, 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 the Illuminati. Well, I mean, like, what the fuck else do you want to call it? These, these, you know, above national level organizations that are beholden to nobody. Fuck do you want to yeah, call it? Yeah, I know it? it gets, it gets ridiculed a lot saying that the British Empire didn't go away and that the American and British Empire are connected and, you know, but... It's not um, to be ridiculed. No, I mean, just as M- masonry may seem irrelevant, but about ninety percent of um, you know public um, safety uh, employees and federal employees, like in intelligence, mm-hmm. uh, surveyed like, ten years ago, mm-hmm. reported self-reported as members of either masonry or other fraternal organizations. Right. That's uh, and I don't know exactly what that means, if anything. But well, it doesn't. It's it just means thing. no. You know what it just means now. It just means that the society isn't that secret. Astro, you know, and it's, and it's really, if it's not that secret, then it's not that powerful. It really it doesn't mean anything. Do you not understand? It's just Jews, dude. Those well, are, what I was getting at, the reason sarcastic. I brought that up was because I was going to say, is the Illuminati like Catholic, Jesuit, or like actually Jewish? I don't know. Right. Well, is the Illuminati... And, and, and what Jesuits the same thing, pretty much, as Jewish. Yeah. Because they're Catholic they're, Jews. They're the Catholic Jews. People get mad when you say that, too. It's really funny. Um... That's one of the one of the most hotly disputed posts I ever made was a misplaced caption on Telegram. I was actually trying to caption a post about Jesuits, and all I said was "Le Catholic Jews," and that got posted by itself, and it got like 137 comments, and a whole bunch of people got banned for. 
being stupid. That was hilarious. Wow. That was a hilarious day. Um, but yeah, no, the Jesuits are the Catholic Jews. The Jesuits are supposedly the Illuminati. They're like, you know, that would be a, like a double cross, kind of a, you know, a uh, trick. Well, yeah, pretty much everybody of everyone of importance is at least a double agent. Right. Like that, that's a Cold War trope. That's kind of true. They say it about Epstein. Epstein had a Saudi passport too. Mm-hmm. So we should talk about that. Yeah, these people do. They These people always, these they always do. And, and, and a lot of them are dual citizens, surprisingly, not surprisingly enough, these Israeli dual citizens that are also members of governments all over the world. It's not just the United States. Um, but yeah, the double agent. But, uh, Michio Kaku. Oh, I wanted yeah, to kind yeah, of say yeah. that. Back he to was, Michio Kaku. He, he got Edward Teller. He got, yeah, he got Edward Teller to check out his high school science experiment. Mm-hmm. He had like middle class, working class parents. They was were it Japanese, a cool clock? Americans. I think they were interned. Okay. Sorry, what'd you say? Was it a cool clock? Did he get it to bring it to the White House? He got his parents to spend, I think, at least 10 grand or five grand back then. It was not an insignificant amount. Wow. In fact, looking back on it, it's kind of remarkable. So, whatever. But he um, got a bunch of copper wire and like, made a giant electromagnet in the football field. Mm-hmm. And I guess Teller was impressed, which honestly is the stupidest experiment ever. I, I, I don't think he did anything more than that. So I don't understand the, it's not like he made a particle accelerator. Of course he can't do that. A high school mm-hmm. student, but okay, fine. I guess it was pretty good for the, fi- whatever, whatever old he was. I guess. 56, probably 60s or something. But at the, Pretty right, old actually. Sure. But at the time, this guy's, Teller's working on the Manhattan Project, right? Or was working on the Manhattan Project. He, no, he was after. There was after that. No, right. Of course. I'm saying he, he's there's no way he'd have access to Teller. He would have been in the 60s, maybe 70s, even. But Beechukok is pretty old. Yeah. No, no, he's That'll old. But I'm saying is like 70. he basically did like a seventh grade science fair project and was now he's Michiokaku. You know, maybe he was younger than uh, in high school because. But uh, yeah, I think he was a high school student and he got Edward Teller to basically write a letter for him to get into Princeton. Right. That's what I'm saying. Believe so he somehow, he somehow with a, you know, with this copper wire magnetic field thing. How do you even know how to find Edward Teller? Like he just had Edward Teller happened to show up at the high school or probably heard about it. Yeah. I mean, again, all these people that are placed there, nobody, none of these stories, none of these stories ever check out when you look at them. It's like any other official narrative. When you really, really look at it, when you hold it up to the sunlight, when you shake it out, you start seeing the holes in the story. I would imagine that if they were interned in World War II, that maybe like they saw he was a smart kid or something, or something happened to the kid. I know this is going to sound crazy, but you're an electrician. Mm-hmm. But do you think electricity could grant like special abilities somewhat? I mean, not. I'm not encouraging anyone to get electrocuted, but um, um, if you happen to have been electrocuted... Does it like um, make someone extraordinarily intelligent, perhaps, or anything like that? Like not extremely electrocuted, but just they're working on slightly electrocuted. Well, I mean, there's electroshock therapy; it doesn't kill people, and it actually does do. I mean, at a danger. young age, you know, and not meaning sure. as adults, at a young age. Um, I don't know. I happen getting, to know someone who getting really shocked themselves. Yeah. They're like they're smarter than me by far. Not that, and that's a one-off. I'm sure that the whole gin thing, electricity. Sure. Yeah. That's the thing is like, as an electrician, I know how to get it from one point to the other. Um, I know how it is generated. I, we have no idea how or why it does what it does. We really don't. Nobody does. Yeah. And a lot of physicists you'll notice like go crazy or mathematicians, Mm -hmm. you know, they can't always handle everything. 
Well, and I think like you have to be else. a physicist or a mathematician to understand the true nature of electricity. Right. I, yeah. And, and again, if you don't have a certain set of letters behind your name, you can't understand the math that was made up to fit the situation. Anyways, yeah, we got off the we got off the the subject there. What was the what were we talking about? Oh, um, the cyber polygon. That's the one we didn't get to. So polygon was the name of the Russian Area Fifty One in Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. Do you know about that? Polygon. It's like where they po- polygon. Polygon. So, so you know they're calling it. You know they're calling it cyber polygon. This whole like cyber thing that Klaus Schwab talked about. Ah, yes. Po- yeah, polygon, like a multi-shaped square. Yeah, yeah, square, yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. No, uh, I, 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 so, didn't, I didn't know what that is. So what is this polygon thing you're talking about? Well, in, in Soviet Union, you know, the polygon was in Kazakhstan. It was the nuclear waste site, you know, heavily irradiated because of all the testing. And mm-hmm. it's also where they, um, you know, still to this day, I believe Russia uses that area. Oh, okay. I don't know what the deal is between Russia and Central Asia, but they kind of still own it, I guess. Well, uh, Central Asia is where all that, where all that really crazy architecture is. Like the capital of Turkmenistan is ridiculous, ridiculous architecture. I'm sure Kazakhstan has has a lot of the same. Um, I think a lot of. I don't know. I don't know if it has anything to do with covering any of that up, but I know those those Central Asian countries have a lot of that really cool, uh, what we call Tartarian architecture. Yeah, I don't know if it has anything to do with um, Central Asian peoples or previous civilizations, because some of these things are just so old. That yeah. They seem so old or grand that they might be predate the people. Sure. Well, in all these... In all these and then there's places, ruins yeah. that are so... Then there's ruins that are so destroyed that you don't really find them, except by, like, satellite or, sure. um, or even, whatever. Yeah, high or like uh, imaging, like... Uh, yeah, exactly. The, 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 not FLIR, that's forward. Yeah, FLIR, that kind of stuff. No, that's infrared. I don't, I don't remember the, the actual acronym of the type of radar that's ground-penetrating radar. but um, LIDAR, yeah, ground-penetrating. LIDAR, is that it? I think it's LIDAR. Okay, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't care. Either. I don't know. I don't care. Um, but yeah, that stuff, that's how you can find it. Well, I mean, again, you know, during, during Clinton's campaign, we dropped hundreds of millions of dollars of tomahawk missiles into the desert in iraq for what reason like you know what were you destroying out there nothing there's sand right well they were dropping there's probably something they found something with the ground penetrated radar and we got to destroy it can't let can't let people see it i don't know that was that was always one of my theories about that um but maybe that's what maybe that's what russia's doing there in the middle east or in, in uh, asia but anyways that's that's a whole other aside so Russia, I forgot how that even. Oh, polygon, polygon. cyber polygon. Yeah, poly, yeah, cyber polygon is what Klaus Schwab was discussing during his one of his great reset speeches. Right. Yeah, it's it's a meaningless term. I mean, cyber is like a is it as a term. I mean, it's an industry term, but it's like a joke kind of you know yeah. cyber right. No one right. wants to say cyber. It's like quantum, right? But uh, yeah, you just put quantum. Well, stuff quantum's even talk. less. Disparage in cyber, honestly. I mean, we hate on quantum, but normal people love quantum because it's safe. right. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you throw quantum in front of something, it's a Deepak Chopra does that shit. He throws quantum in front of everything, and it makes it sound like it's so deep, you know, like whatever. And normies eat that shit up. But you, you say cyber? Well, no. Same thing with cyber. Normies eat that shit up. To us, we make fun of it. I guess you're right. But polygon is totally meaningless, as far as I can tell. Um, I guess what they're really talking about is. Um, well, another Russian 
connection. I don't think it is, but I just came up with the word or thought of the word perimeter, you know, because polygon implies a perimeter, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kind of. So sure. polygon, um, you know, because I think polygon just meant like the shape of the territory in Kazakhstan. And perimeter was the system that basically um, Dr. Strangelove was based on. That was the official name, I believe, in the Russian. Um, it was the dead man hand, which means dead, you know, dead man switch. Right. Uh, basically the automated nuclear response. Yeah. And all these new super weapons Russia has been making, which I, you know, I know people make fun of Russia um, because um, their weapons cost so much less and people are like, oh, you know, the American weapons are the best. And, you know, I know it's really important for the economy and for everyone, but these companies just get away with so much and I don't think the money's really going to people anymore. So. It's not like it's McDonnell Douglas anymore or Douglas Aircraft. You know what I mean? It's not like right, it's these right. these one-off companies that were wholesome at one point. Yeah. Or were they? You know. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. possible. I mean, the military-industrial complex has been the military-industrial complex for a very long time. Um, now, did these companies come out of, you know, come out of one of these resets that we're talking about and they were doing stuff before and we just, you know, took over factories and changed them around and made them into war factories. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot. I think the resets are real, but they might not require an earth scale or, you know, realm scale cataclysm. No, I don't I think, mean, of course I, that happened. I agree with that. Well, that but, like, does happen. I agree with that. They, they want to destroy empires or like as an empire falls, they maybe perhaps do generations of dysgenics on those people to make sure they never be an empire again there's that i don't know well there's that that's obvious look at britain it, it it i believe that and then the thing is is um only recently has there been like uh worldwide realm-wide communication quickly you know with phone uh yeah internet, that kind of stuff so back in the 1800s or whenever the, these you know supposedly the last major ones happened they did them uh, location by location, pretty much. You know what I mean? And it wasn't because yeah. all these things happen. You know, like if you look, if you go through, if you look look at the cities in the United States that we've we've talked about so far. Uh, when we get to Buffalo and St. Louis and and all this, and we where you know about San Francisco and Chicago, uh, but Philadelphia and Memphis and all these other all these other cities in the United States. Who's to say that they just didn't you know as the the settlers quote went west. That was when they were just reclaiming all of this. Now that that could have been all at once, like a North American wipeout could have been all at once, right? But when they did, say they did New Zealand, they would have done New Zealand separately. Yeah, definitely. It depends on the technology available at the time. Communication. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. And disasters, you know, earthwide disasters do happen. Sure. Um, the sure. sun supposedly, uh, you know, goes through cycles mm -hmm. and. Uh, whether it's from, you know, all over the world, really, there's the concept of the uh, ages, you know, the golden age, silver to bronze to iron. Yeah. On about a 26,000 year cycle, roughly, which I think is the same as the procession of the equinoxes. So the even procession though the equinoxes is 2600, uh, I believe. Kind of, yeah, 2600. That would line up exactly with procession of the equinoxes, like uh, Age right. of Aquarius we're entering into, mm -hmm. which is ruled by Saturn. So as you see, like a Saturnian religion. Right. Now, if you were to compare the Capricorn or goat, it's like that's the the normal Satanism you think of. The Aquarius Satanism is more like, you know, med beds and futuristic and elite grays. And, you know, it's like sure. about 
imagine like um and also things from the ocean even though aquarius is a air sign because it's water maybe it'll have something to do with the ocean or space travel it's kind of my theory be, even though i know you guys don't like that but well, uh, just because of water pitcher a mm-hmm. water pitcher is kind of like a analogy for a spacecraft or for a human being you know like uh, and it really represents consciousness oh, we're 80 percent water but, our bodies are 80 percent water so yeah we're a water pitcher basically a walking water pitcher yeah so I guess that makes sense. Oh, those are just kind well, of and my, also, and also those are my musings uh, on it. When we talk about aliens, you know, we, we've mentioned USOs, unidentified submerged objects. Um, the possibility that that aliens actually come from the ocean, as opposed to you know, as opposed to come from outer space, that is something that we have entertained here quite a bit. Uh, oh yeah, we've got well, Lovecraft is a believer in that. Wasn't sure. He? Yeah, love. Oh yeah, everything came from the sea. The old ones, they all came from the sea. Yeah, well, that lines up with the planet of um, Neptune mm-hmm. and the ocean and um, the Leviathan and the symbolism of you know, from Kabbalah from the sea. You know, yeah, it's all very. Uh, maybe there is something there. There might be. Have you seen Madonna lately? She looks like a fish. <laughs> she does. She does. Literally. She's got the big fish lips and looks like her. Yeah, she's scary looking. It's she implying. All maybe right. The Bogdanov. Maybe the Bogdanovs are from the ocean. I don't know. It's possible, dude. This whole, like, fuck knows. whole meme of these plastic surgery creatures, some kind of like aquarian or ocean meme. But they're not know. really plastic surgery, just it's just the way they look. Yeah. I'm kind of meme- memeing here. Well, no, they had a lot of plastic surgery. They were sure. Russian, French. No. Yeah, they were Russians in France. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, all they're I know is Jewish. I know them I know them as the meme face guys from crypto. He he bought, dump it. Honestly, he sold, I, pump it. Yeah. 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 I know, that's it. All right, so yeah. let's get back. Let's get back to the news. We got we got some more stuff. We're coming down to the last few uh, last half an hour of the show. A lot of big news. So we're talking about Russian hacks and Russian Russian uh, hackers earlier. Well, apparently there was a Russian hack again with another ransomware attack. This time on the uh, the one of the largest meat packers in the world. JBS, JBS. Yeah, they're from North America and Australia. Chicago aboard Air Force One Reuters. Brazil JBS SA, so Brazil, the Brazilian branch, told the U.S. government that a ransomware attack on the company has disrupted the meat production in North America and Australia. Originated that that excuse me disrupted the meat production in North America and Australia. Originated from a criminal organization likely based in Russia, the White House said on Tuesday. Russia, Russia, Russia. Mm. So, uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Monero. Right. Actually, Monero is probably all these ransomware is still operating in Monero. And that's why Monero has been totally blacklisted and you can't really buy it, I guess, unless you're sense. like a super elite hacker. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I hate to say that, but they're making it. You know, gold confiscation was a big thing in the 30s, and that's basically going to happen with crypto. So I don't know what everyone's doing unless they're smart. <laughs> yeah, get out quick. Uh, and I have a lot of I have a lot of experience in this industry. You know, I mean, I bought Bitcoin in 2012. Nice. Or 2010, I can't remember right now. So you bought it when it was like a nickel. I don't want to talk about it, honestly, because <laughs> it's a little upsetting. I didn't really buy it intentionally. I bought it on a lark because yeah. it was the first ever um, machine where you could like put in coins and get a receipt when it was thermal. It was all in a briefcase size. Wow. Uh, yeah, briefcase, not suitcase. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow. Pretty cool. cool. All right. Well, we won't talk about that anymore. Let's let's go back to this, this huge thing that's about to affect 
literally the world's food supply. And you know, we we've talked about it before on the show when we when we talked about the uh, the COVID the pan the pandemic the scandemic back in 2019. Excuse me, we when we were talking about this in in early 2020. I'm sorry. Uh, when in 2019 we talked about how all these CEOs from these corporations were stepping down and, um, you know, China, it was, we thought it was weird that well, what happened the with largest, Bob, the, Bob Iger. Well, that the, some of them were stepping down and then coming back. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Well, hang on, hang on. What I was going to get to was, uh, the largest pork processor in the United States was shutting down and, um, come to find out that they were owned like 70% of 70% of their stock was owned by China. Um, so yeah. we talked about a food shortage a long time ago, and then the COVID thing happened, and all the all the limitations, and the, you know they started doing the thing where they were killing the pigs, and then they were burying. You know they had to. You know nobody bought the potatoes because all the restaurants were shut down. Right? They they did all that. Right? The forced um, the forced shutdowns was shut down the entire economy, which like ruined restaurants and the, the food supply chain was all fucked up. Right? Well, the mouse apocalypse too right now in Australia. Right. That's messing with agriculture. Right. Well, there's more. It's more. And that than, to yeah. me is either biblical or China. There's no doubt about it. Sure. It's, it's either biblical or China. It, I am going to go that with China. That just does not happen. Even no, but, even though they messed with the wildlife there, mm-hmm. still that that would not happen at that scale. No, it, it would have. It would take. It, that's a, hold on. Let's we'll get to that because that's a. If really, you haven't seen the video, it's really creepy. It's it's a really creepy video. Um, so JBS, world's largest meat packer. Yes. So on Monday, there was a ransomware attack, a cyberware attack on Monday. And the Australian operations shut down. It stopped livestock slaughter at its plants in several U.S. states as well. The attack follows last month, the one last month, with by a group with ties to Colonial Pipeline, the largest fuel pipeline in the United mm-hmm. States. It crippled fuel delivery for several days in the U.S. Southeast. So here we go again. We're... Uh, We've got another fake attack, you know, another Russia, 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 another fake attack on a real thing. You know, uh, this is JBS is the world's largest meat packer. Okay. They control about 20, the North, uh, the North American operations controls about 20% of the slaughtering capacity for the United States cattle and hogs. So 20% of the slaughtering of pigs and cows gets done in Greeley, Colorado. They got shut down. All this stuff. Yeah, so, this is... Right. Why would a company not pay a ransom? Because they're not much. Well... These people in Eastern Europe... This one's billions. They're not very... Uh, they're, rans- they're asking for billions of dollars. Oh, the ransom was billions? Yes, Are billions. you sure? Yes. That never happens. Yes. That's unheard of, dude. This is billions. Yes. Well, it's always like to, a one to five million or something. Right. But this is according to... This is, you know, according to the regular news. Um, so this affects not just... Well, that's Dr. Evil shit. Maybe let's talk to Lone Scum or something. Someone should uh, <laughs> figure out what, what his 20 is. Right. Somebody needs to find that out. Um, so the cyber hack, this, J, yeah, this JBS got hacked by... Okay, so now according to Bloomberg, all of JBS's U.S. beef plants were forced to close. Okay, it was just a few. Now it's all of them. And why would you need computers for a fucking uh, slaughterhouse? Well, the computers control the feeding or stations. The computer, plant, the which computer. is a nice way. Of, yeah, everything's computer That's controlled. So now. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So ridiculous. It yeah, is I ridiculous. Know. It is, but no. There and then there. Everyone they're, they're knew this was going to happen. Right. This is, everyone's known about this for like ten or twenty years, pretty much. It's right. all. 
I don't understand how we're not prepared. So American beef, right? 23% of American beef is JVS. 22% is Tyson. 18% is Cargill. Lucadia is 10%. And then 27% is all the rest of the small companies. 23% of the beef production in the United States is done through JVS. So hackers, they have the commodities industry in their crosshairs. I mean, oh just, shit! I didn't even think about arbitrage. Yeah, people mm-hmm. speculating and making tons of money. Yep, They're like George Soros. Yep. Which I know people like to shit on Soros. You know, Soros and Kissinger, I believe, are banned from Israel, as far as I could tell. For a long time, they weren't. Soros recently, Kissinger, because of the '73 war, mm. he didn't tell them what happened with the they booby trapped the Suez or something. Huh? And like he double crossed them. Yeah. Mm. And then he and he's okay. like, no, he he basically his story was, oh, I had to do that. I still love Israel. But he, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, so let's let's go back to this. So the commodities industry are getting hit. Three weeks ago, Colonial Pipeline. Uh, since 2020, there's been 40 publicly reported ransomware attacks against food companies. Uh, yeah, the meat industry we, is we already battling. It's already battling its comeback because the COVID 19 absenteeism. Um, you had plants shut down because somebody started coofing, you know, uh, then you had, like we were talking about all the restaurants were shut down. So all this meat had, you know, just disappeared. Right. Well, this, this impacts a lot, dude, like just one, two days shut down is huge. Oh yeah. You know, this just in time, this just in time, um, system we have going on our, uh, supply system. It's ridiculous, you know? And the thing is, is, you know, as much as retailers like to gouge people, they don't really like hiking prices up. You know, they really don't because it does impact how much people spend. You know, I mean, if it, look, people are going to not buy beef if beef is, you know, if a hamburger is $9 a pound. I don't believe, I don't believe that their slaughterhouse requires IT though. I mean, I know that like they would, but like, I just don't believe that there's not a manual override because for safety issues and all these SCADA systems. I mean, yeah, they, they're automated, you know, they're networked, but like there has to be manual overrides to some extent. Yeah. I don't, I'm looking through these articles to see but maybe why, not, why. maybe not. Everything's clown. Everything's ridiculous now. Mm-hmm. No, everything's computerized. Dude. Everything it is. That's but, but then, what was the, what was the, uh, the, the phrase? I forgot what it is, but uh, the more technologically advanced a civilization is, the more easily it is to bring it down. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Complexity leads to, leads to fragility. That's a yeah. law of information. Yeah. So, all of these, all of these, these plants, these these meat processing facilities, including, including um, one of the biggest Pilgrim's Pride, right? The second biggest U.S. chicken producer shut their stuff down because of this. So, five of the six U.S. pork facilities were cutting back operations, according to Facebook posts from these plants. Dude, this is that's way worse than last year. Yeah, way worse than last yep. year. Two Pilgrim's Pride poultry plants. Say that fucking three times fast. Uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, were closed due to the cyber attack. In the Tennessee plants, uh, Tennessee's had enough issues as it is because of the bridge collapse, right? That that shut down a whole bunch of shit. So, no, no, not a collapse. Uh, structurally unsafe. Oh, oh, my bad. That's For true. no apparent reason. I mean, honestly, that could have been just uh, Governor Hutchinson or whatever. Sure. You know, with his tranny kid sure. agenda. Yeah. I don't know who. I don't know who's got him by the balls or not lack thereof, but. Um, basically uh 
you know, that could have just been total psyop mm. or something. I mean, so, I don't know how actually unsafe the bridge is. And they stopped all traffic on the river for a while. If it's, is it still stopped? They, no, they, um, I don't know. I think they fixed it. I think they, they reopened it, but they closed it for a while. So check this out. Okay. Um, backup servers were not affected and the company is working to restore systems as soon as possible. JBS's shares rose 2.3% in Sao Paulo. How about that? Outpacing the stock index. market's totally broken. Like the financial markets have split with reality. Yeah. So you got this mass unemployment and everything and they just have this. Right, you know. right, right, right. Just massive, massive amounts of money going. Yeah. Okay, so given the size of JBS globally, if they were offline for any more than a week, there would be a disruption in the supply chain for sure. According to um, Matt Dalganish, Dalg, Dal, D-A-L-G, Dalglish, Dalglish. All right. According to Matt Dalglish, uh, well, it's, it's, they're still shut down, right? So it's been two days. Now, uh, according to the manager of Commodity Market Insights at the Thomas Elder Markets, that's this guy, Matt Dalglish. He says that the shutdown is a huge concern if it drags on. So... Yeah, dude, this is big. You know, JBS is the largest Australian meat producer in Australia. And all all the meat, you know, beef, lamb, pork, chicken, all of it. And they actually export to 50 countries. So, and their Dinmore facility is the biggest meat, or excuse me, beef plant in the Southern Hemisphere. So, Australia ships 70 to 75% of their beef out of the country. You think this is a cover for something? I mean, other than like an induced event, like a self-fulfilling prophecy, is there any way this could be a cover for like mass die-offs of cattle or something? I did not not, see what's happening. No, because it's not just, it's, it's not just cows. It's, it's pork and chicken and all, all the meats. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, no, this is a forced, this is part of the great reset. You will eat the bugs. By the way, you a totally know what? new Here, virus hang was on. announced today out of China. Okay, hang uh, on. I don't know if you guys heard about yes, that. Yes, hang on. That's the last thing I wanted to say. Last. Okay. Sorry. I'm We're sorry. still on JBS. Here's your reason why. JBS buys European fake meat business Vivera. This came out 3rd of May, 2021. The JBS hacking thing just happened a couple days ago. Hmm. The, world mm. big, the world's biggest meat processing company has made another play into the plant-based protein market. Another play. This is like the third or fourth time they've bought stuff like that. So uh, they bought $530 million for Europe's third largest fake meat producer. Okay. So this is this, where is it? Second or third? Okay. So that's green core looks to fake meat. I'm trying to find where um, JBS stands in the world as far as fake meat production. Well, the fake meat stuff are all startups. I, I mean, they were beyond meat and all that stuff. I don't know how much they've scaled up yet. Uh, the Vivera, the company that they have. scale up, but it seems the, like they're doing it. Yeah, the company, well, yeah, the deal. Okay, so 
the deal includes fail, I think, because like when they tried to make algae biofuel, they could never get it to scale. It was impossible. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that. Like well, you will eat the bugs. I mean, maybe they can farm bugs. I guess that makes more sense. I think that's that's going to be part of it. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be the fake meat. It's not just going to be fake fake meat. It's going to be bug proteins and that kind of stuff and uh, soldier fly larvae and yeah, disgusting. Blech. All right. Um, all the green tech's probably going to come back because you know the Obama people. I guess they're involved with Biden and green tech was huge. Same with cyber. I mean, Cy- Obama gave everything to cyber. They, it was. Grew like ten thousand percent in revenue under Obama's tenure. Yeah, well, that was yeah, that was his part of that agenda there. So JBS buys the third largest European fake meat business, and then less than a month later, they get hacked and shut down their real meat processing. You will eat the bugs, goy. All right, according to the group at the center of these claims okay so we are not anti meat activists alternative protein group answers critics um food frontier they're an independent think tank based in melbourne australia that uh that's where Assange is from mhm and these people all look one of the oh, guys the looks way, like he could be related to Assange it's just around the corner and that's right it, it's coming uh, up um third yeah, so they bill themselves as an expert advisor on alternative proteins such as plant-based and cellular products. And this is kind of funny. But, okay, so they are in cahoots with uh, Sanitarium, Perform Foods, V2 Food, Rogue Foods, and Nestle Australia. Nestle's into the plant-based meat company stuff. Uh, and also Impossible Foods. And uh, mm-hmm. they that's an American company, right? So, Impossible Foods, dude, have you heard this this thing, that this quote from them? Oh, my God. So, they came to attention after publishing a job advertisement looking to recruit an Australian-New Zealand general manager guided by the company Ethos, which is, and I quote, the easiest, if not only, way to make our civilization sustainable is to eliminate livestock, the most dangerous technology on earth. They call livestock a technology? Yeah. No, that's so inhumane, dude. Well, Impossible Foods' mission is to completely reduce the use of animals as a food production technology. So technically, they are a technology because of the way that they're farmed. Factory foods, it's, yeah, you know, factory farming. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they don't call us technology, but they're... Do they? Don't they? Heck? Do they? I don't know. I thought we're the meat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, depends. we're cattle. I mean, yeah, pretty Goya. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. But they don't call us technology. Although I've noticed this thing with like more and more people seem a little bit robotic. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't know if it's the vaccine or what. I don't want to... I want to harp on the vaccine or COVID thing. Right. But the thing it's is, it's kind is, of been a very okay. long trend, so, but it's getting worse. Yeah. In my opinion. Okay. Well, um, I mean, just every, you know, people are, there's like, I don't know what, how to explain that. Uh, you know, I don't want to go down the AI or Roko's basilisk or uh, rabbit holes, but well, it's pretty interesting because more and more people are kind of acting like machines and you got Elon Musk or Lone Scum mm-hmm. who, you know, mm-hmm. some people 
meme that he is a machine or an a or something. Yeah, in the he future. could be. He could be. He could be some sort of a of a replicant or something. Um, and the core get, part of the simulation theory is that we're all AI, basically. It's distinctly possible. You can't take that off the table. Okay, so the the point of this article is that this uh, this group this group gets gets um, taxpayers' money, right? The FSANZ, which is the uh, where is that? I just had the acronym and I scrolled past it. Uh, the F. No, oh, that's not it. Where is it? F and Good Lord. Uh, an FSANZ spokesman. Okay. Well, where's the, where does it break down? Sorry, the, the article. I don't know. Anyways. Um, so near the bottom of the article, it talks about food frontiers, open partnership with a foreign company whose mission is to completely replace the use of animals as a food production technology is an open attack against Australia's 434,000 red meat and livestock workers. There's no excuse for any taxpayer-funded agency, the FSANZ, to support Food Frontier's assault against Australian farmers, livestock transporters, meat workers, and butchers. So these people are getting taxpayer money in Australia to work with an American company who is basically uh, doing the Great Reset against meat. And I guess that is one of Australia's main... I don't know much, I don't know much about Australia as oh, far yeah. as like their economy. I guess Cold they're meat. ranching, right? Yeah. Meat production, right? It's huge. So. Outback Steakhouse, right? It's all steaks and lamb chops and pork chops. <laughs> yeah, they called New Zealand the Saudi Arabia of dairy in the financial markets. Like really? These and stuff. Yeah, because it exports dairy all over the world. Okay. And I, I don't know what else. They, they probably have a big um, cattle industry too, maybe. That makes sense. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. So Australia has this huge cattle industry. And now you have this fake meat company that's being backed, that's joined up with an American Impossible Foods, which is the impossible meat, that smeat shit, the impossible burger you can get from fucking Burger King. Yeah. Has. Yeah, I've never bothered with that. No, it was have like a hundred times more estrogen than soy. Really? Wow. Something like that. Yeah. That can't be uh, unintentional. That sounds no, intentional. It sounds absolutely intentional. Um, but yeah. Okay. So. Watch out for the food. I mean, dude, food prices are going up. Food prices are going up. Meat prices are going up. Uh, here we go. Devastating late spring frost kills large swaths of fruit crops. Well, we had the fake uh, winter storm. I mean, it happened. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't natural. It's fake because it wasn't natural. It was probably created by weather weapons, harp, and other technology. Oh, definitely. Uh, they killed all the winter. China, they, no, China's killed- getting flooded like. Uh, the Three Gorges Dam is at its limit right now. Yeah, like seventy if, plus. Years. If the three, if the Three Gorges Dam bursts, it's like going to call cause global flooding. I've seen that. Yeah. No, no, but it would cause a big. Problem. Oh no, no! I've seen that it will cause like issues around everywhere. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now we have we had we had the winter freeze that killed all the winter wheat. Okay. Now we have this late spring frost. Spring frost. Good lord! Here we go with that. I can't talk again. Um, they here in where I live, we had a frost in May, so that's very late for as as far south yeah. as I am. So, I mean, dude, you're having huge swaths of fruit crops being killed, 
right? Because of this, uh, grapes and strawberries and other berries are just being destroyed by this late, uh, by this late spring frost. And now you're having colder than normal temperatures following the, uh, the spring equinox around where people are having issues with, uh, stuff sprouting, seeds sprouting, um, and crops aren't going to be what they're, what they're supposed to be because of this. We're approaching, I guess it's going to be some grand solar minimum stuff, but don't forget, don't forget the United States has already sold off its entire corn supply, its entire corn crops, all of it for the year 2021 to China. It's already sold. Stuff growing in the ground right now is already sold to China. So manufactured food crisis on the way, fam. Stock up. I'm not joking. I've already stocked up. Like, do it. Get yourself. Hey, you heard the get yourself like Bitcoin. What? What about Bitcoin? Sorry. I was gonna say I heard. I know this is totally back to the last topic or whatever, but it's interesting. I've heard that all the cryptocurrencies are a way to manage inflation. And that, like, you know, hmm. the U.S. is only way to de- uh, get China's leverage uh, to be diminished, their, uh, their treasury bonds and whatnot. Yeah, Through they, Bitcoin? Who wants to, who, who, would, who would use, um, you know, ICBMs and, like, nation, why would nations use an ICBM when they could use, they could just dump some T-bills, right, on the market? Sure. Just like 10%, and it would cause, it would just send America back to the 1930s. Um, so well, yeah, China doesn't a, want us to deflate our, or sorry, inflate our current, our currency and, and inflate the debt away, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of, um, smarter people in wall street, I guess, or, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about wall street really, but a couple people that I used to listen to a long time ago basically said that that's the only way, uh, hmm. you know, America will go towards bankruptcy to get out of the China trap. China has us by the balls since like, oh, I mean, absolutely it's, it's been go every decade, nineties, two thousands. Yes. Since 20, 2008, it's basically been a sealed deal. Well, once, um, what was the deal? It was like China's plan was to have the United States, uh, subjugated by 2050 and then Trump took office in 2016. They changed it to 2030. I'm starting to wonder about Trump's, um, you know, sometimes when people like, create conflicts they actually make this country stronger or make mm. the country weaker depending mm. on like which side they're on you know mm-hmm. so start to wonder sometimes about trump i mean i don't want to go down that rabbit hole necessarily but not th- i'm not saying he was owned by china as well as the other uh agent you know groups sure the cabalists sure but um it definitely seems I mean, with kissinger there it's undoubtable actually really sure question about it. sure all right well last topic this evening You guys, a man in eastern China has contracted what might be the world's first human case of the H10N3 strain of bird flu, bird flu, excuse me, but the risk of large scale spread is low, the government said Tuesday. Oh boy. We now have literal bird flus in humans, the actual bird flu. Bird flu was very hyped, I remember. Um, mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I, I know it's going to, um, you know, Dogbot's going to probably uh, be pissed, but there was a very, um, you could say, Central Intelligence Agency connected art student who became a musician named MIA. 
She like married the CEO of Sons of Warner Sons CEO son of Warner Music, the owner, the heir of Warner Music, and like without a prenup. Yeah, MIA. Like, she, had, she, she had that. The, the Sri Lankan. Yeah. Is that the, the Sri Lankan? All I want to do is click, click, boom, boom, and take your money. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm, that was the song that got her famous. But anyway, Bird. She did a song called Bird Flu. Not that that matters, but oh. um, yeah, you know, the CIA likes art students. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. Mean, not just that, obviously. But. Sure. And do what they? I mean is that I guess do uh, they like, do they there like, was something really weird about MIA, all the music videos. Everything. Do they like failed art students? Oh, Born Free. Yeah, <laughs> undoubtedly. Um, but uh, Born Free, actually, that's really, really creepy music video from the early Obama years. And it basically shows a ginger holocaust. I'm not exaggerating. Like they go and take all the gingers. What? And uh, in a real, it's, it's hard to watch because I don't want to ruin the end of the music video, but it's like the most disturbing video ever. Hmm. And honestly, it might have been an allegory for Palestine or something because her issues are usually on that side. But it was about gingers. They're like they're like like mulattoes rounding up gingers, literally in the music. Video. Huh. And it was supposed to be England or Ireland. That's, yeah, you got to watch it. Yeah, I'll I was have to born check free. It out. It's I'll a terrible out. song. It's like not music at all. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, it's very, well, none of her, none of her stuff is actually music. Okay, so back to this 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 H ten N three. So it's contracted through chickens. Oh, Lord, have we not seen recently a spate of, you know, chickens will give you uh, salmonella, chickens will do this, chickens will do that. In in Sweden and in Canada, I believe it's in Canada, they're limiting uh, uh, private chicken ownership, right? You can't have backyard chickens. Oh, yeah, anymore. that's been a right. That's been a meme for a long time, like how much, they, and that's not a meme, actually. No, but it's it's more and more and more, like recently, recently in the past couple of weeks, um, that oh. ice that ice age farmer, that ice age farmer guy on Telegram has had a lot of good posts on that. Um, but chickens, yeah, they're coming after chickens. Chickens are easy, you know. It was you know the meme: the Jew fears the bathroom cow farmer, the uh, refrigerator drawer carp farmer, and the indoor chicken. Indo- far- yeah, that yeah, was the, the meme indoor chicken farmer. Yes, but that's what I'm saying, dude. Like they're taking away the means to produce your own food. They're shutting down the means of production of food. They're buying up the means of production of food, farmland, trains, Bill Gates. Um, you have all this stuff going on. You have, uh, um, in addition to the supply chains being broken down, now you have a, sh- a trucker shortage, right? You can't get the, can't get truckers to drive. Well, if they defund the police, the truckers aren't going to drive because without, without, uh, yeah, Without that's police. what the LA riots was all about because that's, right. trucking is central to national security. Right, trucking is central to national security. Also, um, there's a pallet shortage on top. The, the lumber industry is causing a pallet shortage. So there's all kinds of stuff. You can see day by day by day this system uh, that we have in this country, this this uh, this just-in-time delivery system that we have is breaking down one after another after another after another right in front of you and you can see it happening with the food with uh yeah and then okay here we go here we go as soon as this j uh this jbs thing happened um yahoo news reports meat shortages and price hikes expected after the world's largest supplier is hacked literally the same day yes they're telling you oh by the way guys by the way did you know that blackrock as a four hundred million dollars state, 
steak in JBS's steaks. No, but they're buying up homes across the country at yes. a scale uh, unprecedented, except for China, you know, China and BlackRock are just buying up all mm-hmm. the land. Mm-hmm. So, yes, so BlackRock owns $400 million worth of, um, of JBS. Also, let me see, uh, JBS USA operations remain offline as the media now reports meat shortages are in the future and that Russian hackers are responsible. Always. Hmm. Russia, Russia, Russia. Why did they uh, hate our... Why so, do they hate our freedoms, you know? Yeah, they, they, right, exactly. Everybody hates our freedoms. So updates from employers, traders, and leaders within JBS to gain insight into what has become the most significant attack of our global food supply in history and what is absolutely the latest scripted, contrived crisis by the cabal to further their agenda for control. Absolutely, dude. This is, this is fake and gay, but it's part of the World Economic Forum's, you know, program. It's right there in Agenda 2030. In the fourth industrial revolution, it's right there. They print it so, in their books. Klaus, yeah, he's Swiss, right? I believe so. Yes, the Swiss, right? The but, Swiss, where the uh, where you know the center of Europe in in Switzerland, isn't the CIA? The Swiss based have, there? Yeah, the, the Swiss have. That's yeah. Um, do the Swiss have Jews? No, I mean, that's the meme. Is that that's oh Johnny? It can't be Switzerland. The Swiss, yes, everybody's, you know, it's the eternal Swiss, ha, ha, ha. You know, you know that big so Swiss wholesome. nose you got to worry about. Hmm. They're very wholesome people. Sure. Yeah. And it's a very beautiful place. Actually, that is that is actually true. And no, I, I know it is. People. Every picture and video I've ever seen of Switzerland is always beautiful. Actually, little cool bl- Yes. Heidi yeah, it is a really nice place. Heidi I'm not putting it down whatsoever. Yeah, no, I'm not putting that down at all. But, but what is in Switzerland? Literally, the, the New World Order. Literally, the, the headquarters of the, of the NWO. <laughs> right. CERN. You have the CIA. You have the World Economic Fund. You have uh, the Bank of International Settlements. You have settlements. Yep. Settlements. Um, you have... The biggest of big pharma. And also the yeah. artificial flavors you guys were talking about last week. Yes. That's a Swiss company. Yes. So all that stuff is in Switzerland. Tax-free, you know, they're just, they're just neutral in all the wars. Uh, every Swiss citizen is issued an, M- an M16... Or an M4 or whatever. Well, Switzerland's awesome, honestly. Yeah. I'm just oh, leaving. Right, but, 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 all that shit is there. Oh, what yeah, the whole country glows through and through. Sure. Even, yeah, but I think, I think they cool, put though. the nice people, I put the nice people and the nice little villages there as a cover for all the evil shit. It's it's been in a lot of James Bond movies, if I recall correctly. And if you looked at some of those pictures of the early WikiLeaks data centers, it looked like it was straight out of a James Bond movie too. Mm. Some of those, like they built these really futuristic. They were like I think for decommissioned. It must have been decommissioned bunkers or something. But then they did the interior decorating with like a floating conference room type thing. It's actually pretty cool. Just look up their photo ops from their data centers in. Finland, Iceland. WikiLeaks was all over. Norway, maybe it wasn't Finland. I think it was Norway and Iceland. Well, Finland. And then we got to talk about. They had one in Switzerland too. Speaking of Finland, we got to talk about the Finland conspiracy one of these days. What's that? I don't. I don't know. I was just told we have to. I have to talk to What's the great conspiracy though. I, I, I got to look. Niggy dropped uh, a link in the Paranormies chat on Telegram about about the, uh, the the Finland conspiracy, and I haven't looked at it yet, but I will. And I will find out what the conspiracy I mean, is, and I will tell you once I find out. 
Yeah. I, I think Finland's pretty cool. They got, I'm they sure. Got it, I'm, I'm sure it's just some like, you know, Delaware doesn't exist type conspiracy. Um, they were always the frontier of the cold war. So that kind of messed them up because they were the non-NATO state next to Russia. Mm, true. Finland always had all that. Yeah. Finland was at a big, big, I mean, I don't, they're tough people. Sure. Sure. They'd have to be right. They're part Mongol. Absolutely. <laughs> well, just like everything really the, yeah. You know, all right. Well, we're rolling up on the end of two hours. I think we covered a good bit of stuff this week without the rest of the guys. Thanks for sitting in Astro. No worries. It was fun. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry for the interruptions. Got a little bit of a delay. Plus the, it happens, an, dude. It's yeah. It's not a big deal. It happens. Jack. Uh, there were a couple things we couldn't, we couldn't Oop. use cut people on like, um, I forget what do it. But, um, Oh, Israel's dropped all COVID restrictions all yes. of a sudden. Israel's dropped all COVID restrictions and also a whole bunch of um, people like, like Ted Arab Cruz. Arab Muslim stuff's happening. Too. Yeah, well, the Arab Muslim stuff is going on, but uh, also a bunch of really cucky politicians are uh, going to kiss Netanyahu's ass. And at the same time, uh, Saudi Arabia is like limiting their loudspeakers at the mosque. Which is yeah, what's up with that? Isn't... um. I think they're trying to dethrone an MBS, man, because that was a whole weird deal. Yeah. Like whatever, you know, I hate to say that because I mean, I, well, I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know enough about it to have an opinion on no. that, but I know that. Yeah. yeah. Who's trying to, who would try to out? Well, if they're ousting Netanyahu, I guess they would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my take on the Abraham Accords very quickly, if I can, like in mm-hmm. two minutes, sure. is that um, it just fulfills into the prophecy of like, Islam, you know, because like if all the Sunni countries have lost their credibility, like the governments by doing these deals, ninety mm-hmm. percent like of the people, like they're they're trying to enforce the anti-Semitism laws in those countries. I've heard, like, you know, like in Dubai and stuff, and right. UAE, right? Like they're really tough on it now. Like they all of a sudden overnight just crack down. But um, you know, that's not going to work. I guess. I mean, it might work. Depends. Hmm. So I, I don't. I don't like talking about this stuff because Islam is creepy and Masons love Islam and uh, yeah. it's terrible. But, you know, people that say Sunni and Shia are like totally opposite, they're just buying into like a British fucking uh, plot over 100 years or so. The British started the Muslim Brotherhood, huh. Wahhabism, the House of Saud. Yeah, literally are, the House of Saud was literally don't make Jews. And if you yeah. think the Americans stand on their own, I mean, do the American Empire really stands on its own? You don't understand our history, the British. You know, like the deal George Washington had to make, whatever, you know, the whole idea of the war going invisible. And uh, I'm not an expert in this. And I know it's laughable. These people like LaRouche Pack and stuff, of course, they're all seem weirdos. Mm -hmm. Like they are weirdos for sure. But I think that's part of the op, right? Like you you give good ideas, you sound weird. So no one wants to listen. Right. Or, or you, you know, it's kind of like having Alex Jones tell you the truth. He's been telling you the truth the whole time. He's just been screaming and bloviating and, you know, and people like, I, I, he's just, just way too out. Well, you know, he was really tight with Charlie Sheen when Charlie Sheen went off the deep end. So I'm right. pretty sure Alex Jones is a bad shifty character. Sure. Uh, well, you are talking about just a second ago, Freemasonry and Islam. I have a book in my hand called Freemasonry, Ancient Egypt and the Islamic Destiny. Interesting. Yeah. I hadn't had a chance to read it yet. But it highlights a connection between Freemasonry, America, and ancient Egypt. It explores the great contributions that the Africans of Egypt... The, ow, Jesus. All right. Never mind. Well, there are the, the, the Nubian pyramids probably were built by... 
right. blacks, maybe well, Sudanese. Maybe we don't even know. We don't. We don't know. We don't. We don't know that. We, who the fuck knows? Nobody knows any of that stuff because it's all that stuff's all curated by Howie Zawas and his e- Egyptology crews. I had a professor once who was like a Stanford guy. He was a professor at Stanford. They kicked out. He was black from Ghana. He was like the UN cocoa production guy in the sixties. He's really old. He got kicked out of Stanford for tenure because probably didn't go with the program. He was huh. very red pilled on Hegel. He insisted that like there were no there was no slavery to build the pyramids. I had no idea what he was really getting at, but it was a real eye opener. Yeah, there was no slavery to build time, the pyramids because was, it wasn't built by human. It wasn't built by humans the way we know it. So. He never said that, of course. Right, and it was honestly, it was very bizarre that this even came up. Of course, you know, oh, a professional. He probably he was at the end of his career. Oh, he's, yeah, and he was black. Right, so he's just trying to get all this shit out. Yeah, but to be one of those like UN Stanford, you know, blacks. I guess he didn't join the Boulay Society or whatever because uh, he got kicked. He didn't make tenure hmm. for uh, economics. Hmm. All right, it kind of weird. You wouldn't think of a a guy from Ghana. Ghana, Ghanaian. A Ghanaian. Yeah, no, Ghana. I don't know how it's pronounced. Well, aren't some, Africa, of those, aren't some of those African countries Africa. like some of those African countries actually have some smart people in them? Contrary. I, know, I mean, Nigeria is like. Nigeria is pretty big for all those scammers. I don't know if that requires intelligence. Really. Well, I mean, contrary to popular belief, there are, you know, there are people in, in that are. Um, yeah, but they get out. Generally. Yeah, they, they get out. Yeah, that, that talented 10th does get out and they're all here or in Europe or whatever, I guess. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know how that works. But apparently, apparently, I mean, apparently they had diversity hires back then, you know, even back then, if he was that old and before tenure and whatever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, um, Bowman, uh, Valerie Jarrett's dad was a communist caught in the army. And then that's why she grew up, was born in Iran because he was a, uh, world health researcher in the fifties and he was half black, half Jewish. I totally forgot. What the fuck is, wasn't, how the fuck, uh, how how the fuck do you get that job in the fifties as a black man or half black, even, even half Jewish? How do you get that job in the fifties? Yeah, I don't it's got to be some kind like of like leaving the running away from the U.S. Army for being a communist and and getting a you know, and uh, that's like perhaps happens to be the city of Persepolis or whatever. Well, he got the so job in the, the, he got the job in the fifties. Yeah, the cover whatever it was I don't it probably a cover but the story was um he was a doctor I don't know if it was World Health Organization but it would have been the equivalent I don't remember the name of the organization it's roughly on Wikipedia and other places it's um, pretty much open history. But um, studying childhood malnutrition. Hmm. So there's kind of also a pedo angle, perhaps. It's like working with children in poor areas of a old civilization at right. the site so of the what I, you said Bowman. Cyrus's tomb and all no, that on. shit, which Come is like on. the Zionist. The first Zionist was Cyrus, undoubtedly. The first Zionist what? Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Giorgiani because he's sketchy, but mm-hmm. uh, he did say one thing that was interesting, which was that the first form of Zionism was under Cyrus the Great, they call him, of uh, it built the Second Temple, or commissioned the Second Temple. Mm, okay. And, and man, uh, the whole Purim thing was under his, uh, after that, I think, before that, they built the Temple. Okay, kind so... Of, oh, that's, instruct- that's kind of instructive. The history repeats itself. Yeah. But these stories are usually inversions, too. So, like the, the Holy Holidays in their book. Hmm. Okay, real quick. I mean, like before you get. Yeah, okay, sorry. stop. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. I have something. 
the gay op that just happened recently. They, uh, the fake and gay. Um, where is the freaking post? I can't find it. But there was a gay op that just recently happened, and they they caught another white nationalist doing a bad bad thing, right? And he he gets his there it is. Kerrville Walmart potential mass shooter. That's the guy, right? Uh, he used to be... This isn't the one. But yeah, this guy. Kerrville man arrested for after officials intercept plans for mass shooting at Walmart. This is the guy in his picture, in the, in the picture that the cops have. He's got a... He's got a black sun flag. He's got a Confederate flag. He's got a brand new, with creases in it, Saudi flag. On the table, there is a manifesto written in Sharpie, big enough to be read, you know, big enough to be read from this this shot, right? On the table is a uh, is Mike Ma's harassment architecture, the Turner Diaries, uh, Julius Evola book, and what looks to be uh, Jung's, um, one of Jung's books, which is, what's the red? Is Mike Ma the Alibaba guy? The guy who owns that Chinese company? No. Mac Ma, sorry. Jack That's Mac Ma. No, Mike Ma is the guy That'd who... That'd be funny if he had the fucking Chinese billionaires manifesto. No, Mike Ma is with the... with all this gay shit. He wrote, the, he wrote the book Harassment Architecture and is like the eco-fascist guy. Um, oh, okay. And he's yeah, the guy that Laura Loomer... In the video, Laura Loomer trying to get him to fuck her. You've seen that video. Oh, that was that guy? Yeah, that's oh, Mike shit. Ma, that blonde dude, yeah. So he wrote a book. Anyways, anyways, so... Uh, this guy, I can't find his name now because I can't find the whole freaking post. Well, they're just trying to, you know, ruin everything by this. I mean, you know, whatever they're throwing in there is like they're reaching. Sure. Well, they're reaching. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Hold on, dude. This guy that they use in this op, I can't, I Bowman, I think his name was Works right? vice vice, right? Yeah. Vice. He's a journalist for vice. Um, yeah, he's got all kinds of glow nigger posts. He's got meme books. There's Islamic weirdism. There's all kinds of one eye symbolism. Suspiciously overhanging nose and curiously bat like ears. He admits to working for Vice. Um, he's got a manifesto written in gigantic sharpie on yellow paper in a totally based and Nazi pilled Confederate black best friend. Like this gay op contains everything. Yeah, there's pictures of this dude. With his black buddy, they're both holding guns. He's wearing a skull mask. The black guy's got like a, a rosary around his head while he's ho- he's like dual wielding. Um, I don't know. Looks like fucking. It was full schizo. It looked really bad. Yeah. Okay. He also has. He also has in the picture. He also has a um, a needle on a shield, which is uh, makes him anti-vax. So this is this guy's got everything, right? But, oh no! What? But, but wait! But wait! But wait! But wait! Friends of ours, one Mr. Altskull and our friend Saga uh, had noticed this guy around Telegram chats back in March and kicked him out of all of our chats. This guy was trying to infiltrate, you know, our chats on Telegram. They found him and kicked him out. So this guy was exposed as a glow nigger like Two months ago, before this whole thing happened. So once again, Paranormies and Friends are always right. 
gee, Johnny, I don't know what to say. That's kind of weird. It's, I mean, I mean, don't feed the uh, cozy bear or whatever they call it, you know, um, Ukraine. <laughs> he looked kind of Ukrainian. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's like, it's almost like we, you know, we can see these patterns and recognize the patterns and, you know, and this, this guy, I guess this guy wasn't getting anything because he was getting, this guy was getting banned left and right from chats. And, uh, oh, yeah, than, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like he got burned or they yeah. didn't make his quota or whatever. Um, whatever it was that so, he was supposed to do, he didn't do it or they didn't get what they wanted or whatever. And yeah, so boom, there you go. But, but you know, but everybody's making fun. Of, oh, they, they call it a they, they call it, you know, a, a Palestinian flag or whatever. No, it's it's a fucking Saudi flag, which I find hilarious because if this is supposed to be one of one of our guys, why does he have a Saudi flag? I guess he's a Trumper. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Or, or no, oh, maybe it's some anti-MBS shit. That's probably what it is. Maybe. Because they're knows? doing all this stuff. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. But there was something I was about to say about this. I forgot. It's probably not important. That's okay. We, um, we're done. We're done tonight. You can find us on Telegram at t.me slash present. You can find Dogbot and Reinhardt on their uh, perspective, respective channels, uh, Chupacabra, Kennel, and Nephilim Hour, and Jack, Jack's internal shit posts, and also the Necronormicon. Um, Astro, are you going to do like an astrological channel on Telegram anytime, or are you just going to just do content for us? You know, I don't really feel like adminning a channel. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if there was, I guess there could be interest. I think astrology is a really personal thing. You you can learn it pretty easily. You can apply it to your life, see if it works, see if you believe it. I don't give a fuck if you do or don't. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm not, sorry, I'm not talking to you or Jack. I mean, just. Yeah, anyway. Oh, no, absolutely. That's how it is. And when you say astrology, you don't mean like racism for white girls. You know, you mean like actual. No, no. Yeah. What's even weirder is that like all modalities seem to work. And I know you could say that, oh, that's because it's vague. But when you're doing like aspects and things, it's not vague at all. And it, I don't know how to explain that. I mean, because there's like the season in the earth, obviously there's that. And then there's Babylonian astrology, which is like from a few thousand years ago where the constellations were versus where the constellations are now, which is um, Vedic or um, Indian, Hindu. Mm-hmm. I guess Veda has a connection to Russia too, but whatever. Um huh. Maybe actually the Aryans as well, like a long, long time ago. But basically, um, that uses the stars as they are in the sky today. Okay. Well, there's, yes. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't see any stars anymore in Southern California, except for the lunar eclipse. I saw a very bright, odd, blinking object. I think it, I haven't actually confirmed what it was or not, because sometimes huh. the sun will reflect off um, satellites, or it could have been serious. It must have been serious or a satellite, because it was literally like, Probing. Well, that's crazy. I I didn't get to see it it again. Again, I had cloudy, shitty weather. And there, you know, I was just listening. Yeah, if I come back on to talk about astrology, um, I would like to go into Sirius a bit and Mars with conjunction with the Moon. Absolutely, dude. We'll do whatever. Field I never studied. Apparently, it's a. You know, that's where the attention is now. Okay. Well, we'll do that. We'll do that. All right. Well, make sure to check us out on Telegram. Make sure to buy our shirts from dissidentapparel.com. And make sure to go to paranormies.com, listen to the episode, and leave, them, leave us a comment at paranormies.com. All right. Jack, you got anything you want to add here at the end, bud? 
Um, aside from time travel makes you gay, I think I should be good. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Jack, you did uh, a reading for us this evening. Yes, I had a, um, I did one of my first, uh, listener suggestions. Uh, what was it called? Oh, for the love on, of God, please edit this. <laughs> it, it was some Latin. Was it? Are you, you don't. All right. I'm not going to edit this out. Yeah. Latin. God Latin damn it. Or... Jack's going to read us a story and then we're going to get out of here and we'll see you all this weekend. Time yep. travel makes you gay. <laughs> Welcome back to the Necronormicon. Today I'll be reading a fan suggestion called Adversus Judeos by St. John Chrysostom's. But heaven forbid that I call these people faithful. For to me, the Shrine of Matrona and the Temple of Apollo are equally profane. If anyone charges me with boldness, I will in turn charge him with the utmost madness. For tell me, is not the dwelling place of demons a place of impiety, even if no god statue stands there? Here the slayers of Christ gather together. Here the cross is driven out. Here God is blasphemed. Here the Father is ignored. Here the Son is outraged. Here the grace of the Spirit is rejected. Does not greater harm come from this place since the Jews themselves are demons? In the pagan temple, the impiety is naked and obvious. It would not be easy to deceive a man of sound and prudent mind or entice him to go there. But in the synagogue, there are men who say they worship God and abhor idols. Men who say they have prophets and pay them honor. But by their words, they make ready an abundance of bait to catch in their nets the simpler souls who are so foolish as to be caught off guard. So the godlessness of the Jews and the pagans is on par, but the Jews practice a deceit which is more dangerous. In their synagogue stands an invisible altar of deceit on which they sacrifice not sheep and calves, but the souls of men. Thank you again for listening, and thank you to the listener who suggested this one. If anyone else has anything that they want me to read, Send an email to jacktheintern1488 at protonmail.com.